That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. The s and Podcast Channel. The perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 257, Vin, of the SND Podcast Show. What's going on? Uh, not you... too much. We are... Why are you uh... always so eager to keep moving forward in the numbers? Like, I'm You're not... always like four episodes ahead when, we t- when I ask you what number it is. Because I'm optimistic that we will get there. Ashburn, so... Virginia wants to hear the episodes in between. That's a good point. I'm sorry, um, Walter in Ashburn. I just picked a name. I don't really think there's a Walter in Ashburn, Virginia. I don't think anybody's been named Walter since about 1938. Uh, that's a lie. Young people are not named Walter. Excuse me. Walter White. Walter Jr. Walter Jr. That's not young. Walter Jr. was in high school. I mean, he was in high school... For for six seasons, <laughs> he was also in high school for six seasons. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they could, I guess. Again, what six seasons of a show? I mean, uh, that's like Saved by the Bell. They were like they were in high school for. We'll talk about college later. years. Yeah, about they, college, college years. years were good. We're gonna get into TV shows. We're gonna binge later, but Saved by the Bell. Yes. Uh, um. Finn and I are here to start us off like we've been doing the past couple of weeks while Dan- Danny is being daddy. Um, also, shout out to him. Last week was his birthday. Patrick Ewing here. Um, good friend of the show this week. Fess, his birthday is on the 29th or 30th. One of the two. I don't have it in front of me. So, happy birthday to him. Um, so, I got asked an interesting question today by my Viking fan friend. Oh, no. Um, it was a political question. Oh, and I'm gonna let you make the decision. Shout Don't out, Keith. That. Shout out, who? Keith Lathverts. Shout out, my arch nemesis. Okay, if and when there is a black national anthem, do American athletes get to choose the anthem they want played if they win a gold medal during the Olympics? Say what now? Okay, so you know how the NFL said they're going to have the black national anthem for week one? Okay. Now, since that's a thing now, right? And sure. something we never knew about. Okay. Was it a th- like? I'm I don't honest, know. I'm honestly asking, was it a thing? I, I never heard of it until the NFL announced it. Okay. It might have, I mean, there's many things I don't know. So it might have right. been a very real thing that we just didn't know about. And that's so, on us for being misinformed. So, like, but if I, you go to Google and type in Black National Anthem, 
Lift Every Voice and Sing is the name of a song that pops up. Sounds like a good song. I like it. Okay. So there actually is one. Why is there a Black National Anthem? In 1919, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People dubbed it the Negro National Anthem. Okay. For its power in voicing a cry for liberation and affirmation for African American people. In 1919? In 1919. Okay. Wow. Nice. So, okay. clearly there is one. Okay. Sure. Good. Perfect. So now that we know this, and the like I said, the NFL is going to acknowledge that for week one, which is good like for it. them. Um, do the American athletes get to choose which anthem they want at the Olympics? Should they be allowed to choose would be the best way to think about it. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. What's the, why is that a difference? Uh, it's never been an option though. I know, but like they should, if they want to. My whole thing is, has always been with this kind of stuff is who is this offending? Yeah, honestly, if if you, like if we're telling me that you're a soldier who fought for this country and came home and are are mad and truly hurt that somebody won a gold medal in whatever they won a gold medal in, I don't know, the bobsled, and they want the the black national anthem played. Is it is it hurting you that much? Is it hurting anybody at all? Is it would it hurt anybody if they played like Ninety Nine Problems by Jay Z? Like, does it matter who, what they play? Would it hurt anybody if they played Piano Man by Billy Joel? Who really cares? Do people watch people get medals in the Olympics? I, I feel like they do. I feel like the Olympics, like we're so into the sports scene that we want to watch the actual event. Like, I don't know about you, you. I turn off Super Bowl presentations. I don't care. I know who wins the MVP. I know how the game went. I don't, I don't, I don't to have to watch, watch any. I don't have to watch. I don't have to watch. I'll like, watch it if it's my team. Curtis Martin walk through a line of guys holding the trophy. I will watch it if it's pick. my team. Sure, that's different. You're trying to absorb every moment. That's only going to happen once, twice, three times maybe in your life. If you're a Patriot fan a zillion times, but... If you're anybody, a Boston fan, you mean. Right. If, if <laughs> you're only going to get those championships for your teams once in a while. So you have to absorb every moment. When the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, whoever they had from the Hall of Fame carrying the trophy through the crowd of people, have fun. Whatever Goodell and they ask people on the stage, enjoy, knock yourself out. It's not for me. The, the, the one time, there have been times I've watched it that wasn't my team, and it was Elway. Those are different. Okay. And, if Larry and Payton. Won a Super, Bowl, Super Bowl 50 with Payton. Yeah, if Larry Fitzgerald won a Super Bowl, I'd watch the, them give him I a just want to – I don't even care if he wins the Super Bowl. I love watching Larry Fitzgerald speak. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, yeah, I – By the way, and I'm putting it out there right now. If there is one NFL current player that needs to go directly to TV as soon as he retires, that's him. Oh, for – Larry Fitzgerald has a job on the – whatever NFL pregame show he wants – lined up I, I would guess it would be nfl network just because like that's the, the area I, I feel like he'd go like with Irvin and them but i don't know it could be fox whatever he wants to do uh, he's for sure 
he's actually pretty close with most of the Fox guys. Also, you know. But he also, I, I don't know his situation of his family. I would assume that he would want to take some time and be with them. Um, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he has a family. I'm 100 percent positive, but most guys take a year or two and do that. I mean, like Romo didn't, but whatever. Um, I mean, when you're getting Romo money, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, so going back to that question. I'm 100% okay with them playing that anthem before every sporting event, even though I jokingly complain that when they play the Canadian national anthem at the hockey games, just because yeah. I don't want to stand there for two songs. You you complain about it, and then you're singing the entire thing, because okay. it's such a better anthem it's than we have. It's a better song. It is a, that's the thing. If we play, I've never heard the this uh, black national anthem. It's probably a better song than our anthem, because our anthem's just, like, plain. If it has any beat at all, it's a be- or any tune at all, it's better. And then we're gonna have two songs that are better than ours. <laughs> Maybe that's what the people are worried about. They don't want songs to keep eclipsing our national anthem. Listen, that Canadian anthem, I am it's, singing it before every game in this playoff because you awesome. know it's being I wish played. They do it in French. <laughs> they better do it in French. I want to learn it in French. And by I the way, I, yeah, I wish I knew it in French. Speaking of French, um, oh boy, that's this can go a lot of ways. <laughs> I was I was sitting today at, during French lunch. Fri- what? You're eating French fries. No, I was sitting at lunch today. I was actually having Mexican, and um, I looked up languages. Um, they speak in Switzerland. Okay. And I'll get to why in a second. But did you know that they speak four languages there? Switzerland is a weird place. So I'm not surprised, but I didn't know that. German, French, Italian, and Romish. German makes sense. And they do speak some English, too, there. There is a little bit of English that's spoken. I guess Italian makes sense. What was the other ones? French. French. Which is where the French thing that we were just talking about. Sure, yeah. And and 0.5% Romish. What is Romish? I that now you're just asking too much. That's a made up. Thing. <laughs> um, apparently it's their language. But anyway, the reason I was looking it up was because I was trying to get Google Translate to say "Let's Go Islanders" because <laughs> the bank is the Bank of Switzerland. That is going to oh. be the name of the Belmont Arena. Got it. Got it. Where we're yeah, also I... we're also apparently getting the trademark of "Take Us to the Bank." I don't like that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We're, we're going, going from the barn to the stable. We're That's going what... to the stable. That's just, we just are. I don't care what they name it. I'm calling it a stable. Technically, it's still a barn. Sure. Yeah. Horses are in barns <laughs> all the time. They're literally removing the barn, too. I'm just calling it barn part two. Um, I'm all in uh, on the stable thing. Yeah, I'm in on the stable. I kind of like. I know it's that they don't name stadiums like actual names anymore. Like it's always the corporate thing. I get that. So like we'll just call it whatever we call it. it don't matter. Um, where was this thing? Also, by the way, um, R.I.P. Regis Philbin. Before you figure. R.I.P. I mean, Regis Philbin. I was trying to think about this um, yesterday because. Looking back on Regis and like, I was like, why, 
in my head, it stands out. So like Millionaire was not apparently on for that long. It ran in reruns for a while, so that's kind of why it's stuck in my head. But, like, that was the morning show, of at least of our childhood. Like, him and, and Kath, Regis and Kelly and Regis and Kathy Lee were – that was the morning show you went on. Like, what's it like? The Spice Girls would be on there or whatever. Everybody Any, was on there. Anybody who was anybody went on that show. But he was also, like, the host of our childhood. Like, kind of how Seacrest is the host of now. Like, you know, whatever um, – Events and shit, parades, all that kind of stuff. Regis was that guy. Anything big, Regis was hosting outside of like New Year's Eve because it was um, what's his name, De Clark. But like, Regis hosted everything. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, rest in peace to him. Um, will be missed. Felt very sudden. Like I get he was he's eighty eight. So logo like, coming out for the ninth, by the way. It's not that sudden. Yeah, I see that. It's not that sudden, but like, he wasn't he wasn't sick or like anything. It, it's crazy to hear he died at eighty eight, but the girl from um, what was that movie? Sound of Music. No, the other one, the one that the lady who died over the weekend. The Singing fle- in the rain. No, lady who died over a weekend. Did you really just Google that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Um, I don't want to click on celebrities who've died in in the year 2020 because that list is never ending. All right, it says. I'm pretty sure it's the sound of music. No, Fleetwood Mac. Right, that was the guy who died. But there was another. There was another woman who died this week. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's The Sound of Music. No. Or it's Singing singing in the Rain. It's one of those two movies. Gone with the Wind. There we go. Okay, you're right. It was Gone with... Okay. She was 104. I mean, good for her. So so you see... see, Good for her. You see Regis at 88, this lady made the 104. I mean, that's a good life. Here's another fun fact for you, by the way. Okay. The lady who played um, Aunt May in Spider-Man um, with Tobey Maguire is still alive. The in the original ones? Yes. Wow. Her name is Rosemary Harris. That name sounds familiar. Was born in 1935. Okay. Oh wait. Well, since never we're mind. Into that's the. Uh, that's not who. That she wasn't really born. That's when Aunt May was supposedly born. Oh wow. Okay. Good job, guys. <laughs> she was born uh, in 1927. Oh, even more, even further. She is 92 years old. Well, yeah. will be 93. Still kicking. All right. So I mean, since we got into Regis Philbin, that's a Twitter topic. So we're gonna. And I hate thinking that all oh, these people are just Twitter topics, but. That was that's number one trending on my list, so it's I had to just throw it back in there. Um, Did you know Romish is not an option in Google Translate? Yeah, I don't know what Romish. I think you make that up. <laughs> like, unless there's a small population of what's, unless there was it's point five percent. Unless there was, so it's either I don't think Romania has its own language, and I don't think that like Rome itself ever had a special language outside of the rest of the countries. 
or cities or whatever in Italy when it was like a power, you know, hundreds of years ago. I don't think that would be a, a language that they put in there. So I don't know what you're talking about with Romish. It's only spoken by uh, Romeo from Fest and the Furious. Anyway, I'm going through Twitter topics. We are going to pause on all the baseball stuff or, because Danny will be with us. You're watching an ad. Um, okay. Is that how to say let's go Islanders in Sweden? No, that's German. Oh, got it. Okay. I was going through all the other ones because apparently Romish isn't on on here. Taro's not... Yeah, that's not an option. Where much not an option. Where is Taro from? He wasn't Swiss, was he? Oh, stop. I think he was Swedish. Yeah, I thought he was Swedish too. You're right. Um, We're going to get to all the baseball stuff later. I do want to get into two football things. Because they happen... Andiamo Isolani. Those are... This is getting... <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say "Let's go Islanders" in German, French, and Italian. Okay, thank you for the world <laughs> update. Um, there are two Twitter things on for football that both uh, just came across my site. They both have to do with wide receivers. Oh, first off, Keenan Allen may can argue all he wants, but That's he needs to one. learn how to tag the right people when he's complaining. <laughs> so he tagged Chris Godwin, who actually it wasn't the right Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was somebody named Chris Goodwin, I think. Um, was and then Mike did you F- see Chris Godwin's like tweet back to him? He goes, "Yeah, I don't think I'm as good as that guy either." Yeah. Um, he and then he tagged Mike Evans. Which, listen, you want to go after Evans? You want to go after? Even, I mean, Godwin, I don't disagree with him, to be completely honest. Godwin, to me, has had one good season. He's fast as hell, but he's really only had one good season. Evans is a beast. We know that. But, I mean, he could argue Evans. He can't argue Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. Tyreek Hill is just a better receiver than he is. But he tweeted at all three of them saying, there's no way any of these guys are better receivers than I am. I don't know what's wrong with you people. This is all sprouting off the NFL's top 100, which they're doing. And some for some reason, we still get mad about every year. Excuse me. They're all quarantined and shouldn't be hanging out. You're right. But you know what? I'm changing my tone. Because my second note, and I am mad about it, is that my boy, Devontae Adams, came in at number 57. That's- well, he sucked last year. No, he didn't. That's blasphemy. Devontae he Adams, didn't even play. First of all, he missed like five games. He's the best route runner in the league. He's an absolute beast. He was not happy with his ranking at number 57. Where is my history of me texting you the worst player ranking on every team and Devontae Adams was the Packer? So that was Devontae Adams' <laughs> first, like, no. there has been no bigger turnaround than Devontae Adams, to be completely honest. Devontae Adams... By the way, all the fans left the Fenway Park, by the way. Caught 83 passes for for 1,000 yards and five touchdowns in only playing like 10 games. He's just a good player. So, yeah, we're still getting made about the NFL 100. I don't – and also – Is this a save? Sorry. Go ahead. Is this a save for Luga? 
Yes, because there was a... Was the tying run on, up? Well, he came in when it was 7-4. Oh, yeah, it's a three-run game. So it's a yeah, it's a three-run okay. game. If it was four or more and it had to be the tying run was on deck or something. I think something like that, yeah. Um, like, people keep saying that the NFL, the top 100, like the players don't care. Don't they vote on it? <laughs> They're the ones that vote. Yeah, so like they do. Somebody cares. They're voting on it. I, I I don't know. But I'm going to move on to other topics. My next topic that caught my eye, and I don't know if you care about either of these people, but I just found it interesting. Joe Jonas and Selfie Turner had a baby. I, I knew they were having a baby. Sophie Turner of Game of Thrones fame and Joe Jonas of his brother's fame. Him and his brothers. Good for them. Oh, ooh, we did not talk about this. I don't think we even texted about this. Did you see? Is this about Zac Efron? Because we no. had this conversation last we week. We did have the Zac Efron clip. <laughs> Zac Efron. I, first of all, Zac Efron is ruining the world for the rest of the normal people. <laughs> because he just looks like a normal, very in-shape guy. Not like somebody who's been doing nothing but eating kale and working out for the past <laughs> 15 years. Like, he just became a person. With a six-pack, and they said he had a dad bod. I mean, he also <laughs> cried when he was eating pasta, because he just hadn't eat, eaten carbs in, like, 15 years since he was dancing. That's just but face we, facts. We all wish we were Zac Efron. Anyway. We do. I mean, we all. Especially with I his dancing rather, skill. Right. And, and his, I mean, he's short, but I really don't care. His basketball dancing skill. Sorry. That's a, that's a skill. Um, what we did not discuss, I don't think so, is the 15-second clip that came out from the Snyder Cut. I haven't seen it. So it's really nothing. It's Jeremy Irons as Alfred is working on a car. Superman arrives. Oh, that was, that was if you remember correctly, that was in the commercial originally for the movie. I don't remember that. Okay, but so it was he, just Superman comes down and he and goes, says, they've so been waiting out. for you. No, he said, so Superman is coming to talk to him, to Batman, I think, because he says, so you're Alfred. Now, I've, we've discussed the Snyder Cut a lot, and I've said I don't really care, to be completely honest. You do. I'll watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think here's the thing that I would care about more. The best part of the DC universe is Henry Cavill as Superman, for sure. That movie, by design, did not have a lot of him. Because they brought him in halfway through the movie, and all he did was say a couple cheesy lines and punch some people. If you let this man, who can actually act, act and be Superman, like, that will make that movie ten times better. And he's also in a black a black suit, which is, like, but right. he's the one that died, so why is he wearing a black suit? I don't, is he mourning himself? I don't know what that means. I, I can't answer that question. Okay, but... Snyder Cut thing, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's go to some fun Twitter topics before we have to bring Danny in. Or before we do bring Danny in, I don't have to. I didn't mean to say it like oh, that, Danny. Dick. Sorry. Uh, Justice League. Maybe nobody, maybe, for all we know, nobody's going to listen until Danny comes Every in. movie got delayed because no movies are going to open until New York can open because... And LA can open because they're the bigger markets in the country. 
Right. And also, DC, so DC is doing a virtual Comic-Con this year. I think they did it this weekend. No, they're doing it in August. Oh, okay. And oh, no, DC is doing its own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its own special kind of thing. DC Comic. Because, like, San Diego Comic-Con was supposed to be this weekend, and they did it virtually. There was some DC... virtual stuff. They had some stuff yeah. that was released. DC is doing its own, like, thing later on. Right. It's coming, like, this month. Yeah, I don't know when that is, but... So, and you were able to do some, um, what you were able to do was you were able to go on to the panels over the weekend. You can buy the panel that you wanted to be a part of, basically. You could purchase a, a, a the Zoom, you could purchase the Zoom link, basically, is how they were paying the people. Got it. And then they didn't really show much. Despite the fact that people thought they were going to show a ton of things. Like, the re the reason why people were found out about the Snyder Cut was he did a special viewing party of Superman Returns for the anniversary of it. I think it was like 10-year anniversary of it. And he goes, hey, before we watch it, I thought I should share my screen and show you guys something. And it was literally like the movie poster that said Justice League Snyder Cut. HBO Max 2021. Okay. So it kind of blew everything up. Now this 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 um what one of the movies that everybody's anticipating about is um Black Adam is going to be a part of first trailer for Black Adam. The first look. The one with the rock. Now the thing with Black Adam is it got pushed back. Right. So I I don't know what they're doing in August. So things could be changing at this point. I don't even know. Whole world shutting back down. Buffalo wings from Atlanta for everybody. <laughs> I want to go and I want to try some of these flavors. They have specialty flavors down there. The Lou Williams flavor is like a garlic parm barbecue, which we're big fans of garlic parm. Lou William, Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue. Lemon Pepper, that's what it is. I thought it was Garlic Farm. Lemon Pepper is also good, though. I also, also want to try, try some Justice Magic. Juju's got his own. Does he? Juju Rude Boy Jerk. I would assume that's Juju. I don't know if that's Juju. I don't know. Exclusive to the Magic City Kitchen, these flavors were born and bred in Atlanta. Is Juju from Atlanta? Um, that's a, a wonderful question. Let's see. Juju Smith. He's from California. Okay, so it's not him. It could be. And also they have Uncle Jeff Honey Jerk. Well, that just sounds weird. That's definitely a stripper. Um, they also have garlic parm, by the way, as a other flavor. That's what we need. You know, they give you 10 pieces for $15. But if you want all of flats or all of drums, it's 17 It's an extra $2 for them to pick them out. <laughs> <laughs> K 
can you imagine getting that call from him, right? And being and just being like, yo, I'm picking up some wings from Atlanta on the way back. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, can you I often think like when players do or get into trouble and then someone has to call the GM and the GM's just like <laughs> like he's sitting home and like eating dinner and it's like, Oh honey, I gotta I gotta go. It's I gotta like what happened idiot it's again. Like, Lou Williams into a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, my quarterback just, you know, wore a funny hat in a, in a press conference. So, by the way, also Barstool. My Barstool point guard and my center. center hate each other or something like that. Also, it was written on BarstoolSports.com today. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Menzel says the strip club wings that landed Lou Williams back in quarantine are the best wings he's ever had. And this is the uh, I, I, this is not a an unpopular opinion. Apparently, these are very. I feel like we need to go to Atlanta and you know try these wings. I mean, we should probably wait until like things calm down a little bit. Do we though? Should we though? Let's face facts. Should we? Um, yeah, we should. Before we move on, because Danny is going to come on after, like we said, the one football thing I also we also did not the mention. The one football thing? Well, we mentioned. <laughs> this is like the fourth one you're up to. Well, I know, but the thing we didn't mention that was actual football news that wasn't nonsense about the top 100 was Jamal Adams got traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, so now, he got what he wanted. And he's going to play well, under the same... he did not get what he wanted. So here's the thing. He's going to play what... under the contract. Here's the thing. He had said he would play under the contract as long as he got traded. His goal, his entire goal, is to what? Make money. To get to Dallas. That's his goal. He wants to be a Dallas Cowboy. If the Seahawks traded two first-round picks for two years of Jamal Adams... Could it only could be double. one. It if he has a bad year, you just don't he, pick up the option. He could hold out again. I think doesn't the option have to be picked up, be picked up already? Don't you have to pick it up now for them? I don't think it was picked up by the Jets. Why would they, right? I don't know. I get. I would think they have that option. I don't know. But regardless, what if he just holds out again and doesn't sign a contract because he wants to go to Dallas? They traded their starting safety, who was a serviceable player, and two firsts, and they swapped the third and fourth, whatever, to get this guy. Like he's a very good player, but a safety is like a very, like a little, you know, like the fourth most important I mean, position defense. In all fairness, the Jets a, made out like bandits. The Jets, it says if they actually do something with the picks, they year. made out like bandits. There's nothing here that says that it was picked up the fifth year on the option. But his right, fifth but year, it's 9.8. So. The fifth year option has to be picked up in the offseason before the fourth Oh, here year. it is. April 27, 2020, Jets exercised 9.86 option for 2021. Okay, so he, he is locked in for the next two years. They picked up the option. Yeah, he's there. So, but again, most of the time when these holdouts happen, it's after the fourth year. Because you played through your contract. Well, no, it's usually after the. It's if it's a first rounder, 
and they have a good two years, it's usually after the third year. So I'm like, so basically in my mind, at the end of this year, Saquon's holding. This is when Saquon, this is the year, because this is going to be the year that they pick up the option, but then he's going to say, what, what do you guys only want to pay me for two years? I don't know. I feel like it's usually like the option year never actually gets played, and they, they sign the extension after year three, basically. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, right. Because it's three years. You either pick up the option or you sign the extension. That's, like, at that moment, you make that decision. Interesting enough, there's nothing here on the fifth-year option for Barkley. There's no money in it. It has to be. But he's only... They had to have picked it up already. No, because he's going into his third year. Oh, all right, he's going into a third year. Adams was 2017. He was 2018. You're right. I Correct. Yeah. Right. And then I think they picked up Jabril Peppers' option. The best news that happened with the Giants to go into camp, and we're going to get into the Giants with Danny, is um, Golston was tendered. And because nobody signed him, he, the, he could only play for the Giants this year. That's the outside linebacker. Yeah, who led the team in sacks last year. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, they the they picked up Pepper's option. It's only 6.7 for next year. So Right, he was... That's not well, bad was, for a safety. Yeah. I feel like he was a later pick. Like the the Browns drafted him with like somebody else's pick. They traded. They got a trade that was later yeah, in the round. Yeah, he was like twenty two or something. Twenty three. He was twenty five. Yeah, I knew it was definitely later in the in the round. It was somebody else's pick. They got. But he was a twenty seventeen draft. That was their big like three guys. They dra- they drafted what was it three guys in that draft? I think in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. They got Garrett first. That, was, that the, was the... They got Garrett at one. Okay. Garrett. They what picked show? up... Yeah, because they picked Peppers at 25, and then they picked um, the tight end at 29. You traded uh, with them. You traded the 29th with them. Of course we did. 29, that was the guy who you wants got the, to be traded. Now. We you, got Kevin King. We traded back out of the round... Because the guy we wanted was, we just took him in the second, like the first pick of the second right, round. Right, you got the first pick of the second round. And What's then the, to uh, get Peppers. Tight end, he's... David Njoku. Njoku, he went to Miami, that's what it is, Njoku. Right, and he, then, he wants to then the other pick that they, the Peppers pick is the interesting one. Because the Peppers pick was... The originally the twelfth pick, which they the Browns got from Philly for Wentz. Oh, then the draft the year before. In the draft the year before, and then Philly. Um. And then the Browns traded back. The Browns traded it to. To Houston, so they could pick up Watson. Wa- Watson at yep, twelve. Yep, 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 yep. Right, two picks after Mahomes got picked. 
two picks after. Yep, he went ten. You know what's ten. really funny? Like when you look at this draft, right? This is twenty seventeen. We're talking about twenty seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. And think about the teams that picked before Kansas City. That if you, if you drafted Mahomes, how different their franchises would be. Cleveland. I try not to think about the fact that Patrick Mahomes could have been a Bear very easily. But but, but that's not. I just don't but, that's deal not with it. but that's the thing. That's not the only one. The Browns had the first pick. Right. Right. San I mean, Francisco. San Francisco at the time didn't have Jimmy yet. No, they didn't. But they were rebuilding. Right. So they. So, so why have... wouldn't it have that been like? Or maybe that was when they just draft. They just. Traded I think they had him? just traded for him. Well, they traded for him at that draft. Uh, no. I don't remember. But no, they then... traded for him in twenty eighteen draft. Okay. So they didn't have him yet. Who knows? Maybe they draft him now. Jimmy's the starter. Because he played the 2018 season and got hurt. And then 2019, obviously, last year. Okay. So, so they could have taken him. So they, they take him. Over, now they don't yeah. trade for Jimmy. Jimmy's now the, the starter in New England. Yeah. They never, right? you know, you even also, thought about taking a quarterback in that draft. I don't know why. You also take – you had Didn't Jackson. Didn't they trade with the Bears, though? Yeah, they flip-flopped with the Bears. Right. They flip-flopped so they could take Trubisky, and they got – Picks and took Thomas Solomon oh. Thomas in the first round. Okay, um, Jacksonville Ooh, Jacksonville picked number four. Why didn't they take a quarterback? Who was there? The had to be a reason. Who was the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback? It was Bortles because the next year they went to the championship game and they would Bortles. Okay. So I guess because they took Fournette. So Fournette, you know what? They could have won either way because Fournette ended up becoming. He's okay. He's just the head case. What team is he on now? He uh, got traded. Is he a I think. Cowboy? No. Maybe a Colt? Oh, no. He's still a Jaguar. Well, I thought he got traded. Maybe I'm thinking of oh, somebody else. No, he's still know. a Jaguar. He's Maybe complaining he about still tra- being a Jaguar. Okay, he wanted to get traded. That's what happened. Okay, got it. Um, you got the Titans next. Well, they still had Mariota at the time. But still, but, you could have taken okay. him. Sure. Um, the Jets were after that. They took Adams. Imagine if they took Mahomes. They should have, yeah. Because they still, I mean, they... They didn't draft That Donald was the yet. year after the Fitzpatrick year, right? They were just playing Josh McCown the next year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Chargers... Could have had Mahomes sitting behind Rivers, Rivers. but they waited till now, I guess. Carolina picked Christian McCaffrey, which, you know, toss-up, you could have went either way there. Sure. The Bengals had the ninth pick. Yeah. Marvin Lewis could still have a job. (laughs) And he went, who went 11? That's the question, that's my question. Who went 11? Oh, we, I said the Packers had 11, right? No, the Packers. Packers had oh, no, the, no, the, the Packers next. had twenty. Yeah, we we 29. had a pick that we traded with the Saints at one point. Who did they take at eleven? Lattimore, the cornerback. Oh, he's good. He's good. But then they have Breeze, so they're not gonna really. Right, but again, another spot where one of those two could have went and sat there. Right. Right. That's the the thing is not even so much Mahomes because everybody passed on him. It's both of them. Like you could have. There was, what, two quarterbacks picked in the top in, in in one through nine. 
No. And the ones picked at 10 and... There was one picked in the top nine. It was just Trubisky. Trubisky was the only quarterback picked in the top nine. Right. Two in the top 12. There was three picked in the top... Well, three in the top 12. And the worst one went first. Yeah. By far. It's, It's a... It's a fickle thing. I love the fact that Mr. Bisky is a bear. It's I, my favorite thing. I remember being pissed off about our draft. In 2017? <laughs> when we when when I read on Twitter that they took Ingram, I remember marching out of my room. My dad goes, what's wrong? I was like, they didn't even take the best guy on the board. But, they took, but the reason they took Ingram was because Eli knew him from Ole Miss. Was that the sec? Weren't we? Not to rain on your story, but I'm pretty sure we were in D.C. for this draft. Oh no, the first night we were home. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. Right, because right. it was Thursday. Yeah, the first night was Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm thinking because we didn't pick till Friday when I was <laughs> in D.C. Shocking. You guys don't pick till the second day. Well, that's what just what we do. We trade back, or we trade back and take quarterbacks. There were so many guys in that draft that I wanted for him too. I wanted Peppers was available. Um, well, that was just your. Bias. I wanted Taco. I do remember you wanting Taco, and he's a bust. So I mean, that worked out. I mean, we could have got him for cheap now, but doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. And I even said that if we were going to take a tight end, it was I wanted the kid from Miami. I wanted. Njoku. N- yeah. Njoku. That was the guy. That was the tight end I wanted. Because there was another one. OJ Howard. There was the three. That was the year the three tight ends. Yep. OJ and Joe. Yeah. I, and then, I mean, Ingram's, Ingram's clearly the best one. <laughs> right. Sadly. Who would have thought that we ended up with the best one? By far. Like. And it's crazy to think because then we end up interviewing him in the in the dugout that year, too. Stole our munchkins. Right. Um. <laughs> Just kind of like looking at this too. Like it wasn't so much stole as he just kept coming back for Munchkin. And we still didn't have a running back at that point. And Dalvin Cook was on the board, and I was like, "This guy just destroyed Michigan! Like destroyed Michigan! Draft him!" Those were the. You have Rashad Jennings, and every time I watch him, he's pretty good. But then he just actually stinks most of the time. (laughs) Rashad Jennings was so weird because every time, like I said, every time I watched him. I was like, this guy's good. And then I was like, is Rashad Jenkins is good? And you were like, no. Like, oh, okay. What is, which one is it? Yeah, this is the strange. Then, then it just got weird after that. Tariq Cohen in the fourth round this year. George, fifth, fifth round, 145th overall. Denver Broncos take Jake Butt from Michigan. Bust. Fifth pick, 146th overall. San Francisco 49ers take George Kittle from Iowa. <laughs> Can you imagine being the Broncos right now? And taking Jake Butt instead of Kittle. <laughs> I mean, wow. Talk about throwing up a coin and it landing on the wrong end. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Who is Mr. Irrelevant that year? Chad Kelly. Swag? <laughs> Swag Kelly. What a friggin' crazy son of a gun. You remember how excited they were about him? Because they were like, oh, he's related to to, to the, who's the Bill? Um, Jim. Jim Kelly. And they're like, oh, he's going to be great. And because he was, he was on that show. He was on, 
He wasn't on it. He was from he, he went to the school from Last Chance U before he before went to it became, whatever. Before it became yeah. cool. Right. The, like the year before they, they made a show about it, he was on the show. Like he was on that, that, that in that school. So he was on the show like talking about the college. Because right. he went to he went to Ole Miss, right? Yes. After yeah. Okay, and before we bring on Danny, I'm gonna stab you in the heart a little bit here. Oh boy. Notable undrafted players that year. Green Bay Packers, Tyson Hill. Yes. So this is <laughs> I've talked to you before about crazy Packer Twitter and how they think Aaron Rodgers should have replaced Brett Favre at halftime of the 20, 2007 <laughs> NFC Championship game. Another thing they bitch about is the fact that the Packers had Taysom Hill and McCarthy couldn't figure out how to use it. <laughs> so part of my Taysom Hill hatred, I'm not going to say hatred because I don't hate Taysom Hill, but annoyance and over, like my annoyance at his being overrated is because he was a Packer and it's like, they couldn't figure out how to use Taysom Hill. Why didn't they use Taysom Hill? McCarthy's good. And I'm like, you're telling me that you want to take, at that time, in 2017, you wanted to take the Hall of Fame quarterback off the field for Taysom Hill. That's what you're telling me. That's the jersey you need, though, because I'm literally looking at a picture of Taysom Hill in a Packer jersey. Yeah. The Packers' <laughs> string of backup quarterbacks just in general, like, besides Taysom Hill, but, like, in the 90s, one, their quarterback room at one time was far of Mark Brunel, Aaron Brooks, and Kurt Warner. Like, it's just, it's, it's a who's who of backup quarterbacks. Um, and don't forget Hasselbeck. Uh, yes, and Matt Hasselbeck, too, was around. But you were going to score, but he's going to score, so it's okay. Nope, he's going to score, but we're going to score. Something Al Harris did good. Before that was the, the last time Mal Harris did something right. I mean, it probably was. The SND Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and, of course, share with all your family and friends. All right. We are now going to welcome Danny in from Daddy Duty. Uh, what's going on, Danny? Not much. How's it going? Good, it good. was nice at Friday at 7 o'clock that baseball was here. And then Saturday at uh, around, like, 7 o'clock, baseball season was over. So that was fun. That so, was fun. The whole 24 hours lasted. So... So going, guys? we're gonna go into the Mets in a little bit, but first we got to talk about today's news on what says it, the twenty seventh, um, which I am going to flat out say right now, this is I am going to put all emphasis and all blame a hundred percent on the Major League Baseball front office for the this this fact that the Marlins all have the virus and. They have to cancel games, postpone games because of it, and possibly cancel series because of it. The reason I'm blaming Major League Baseball is for three weeks, probably even longer now, the state of Florida has had the most cases of it. So why are we letting the Marlins and Rays be there? Like... The the Rays played. Where did the Rays play over the weekend? I played. They played at home, they right? Played home. Yeah, right. They played. they played at home. So 
You mean to tell me now we have to wait three more days to find out if the Rays and the Blue Jay players have it? Because what if it comes out in a couple of days that says both those guys have it, both those teams have it, they're both playing series now, the Rays are hosting Atlanta, and the uh, and the Blue Jays are in Washington. So that could be a total of three more teams, four more teams, because they haven't tested really tested Tampa yet, that could end up with this virus. And it's because you left the Marlins and Tampa in the state of Florida. But it, it is so delicate right now, and it's just one of those, like, everybody's mental psyche is so fragile with this corona, obviously, since we spent the last four, four or five months cooped up inside and worrying about what happens next, how am I going to get it kind of thing. So it's it's alarming. It's alarming. Hopefully, hopefully, most of those people that got it in the Marlins, um, there isn't a bad case like some of the people we know, and hopefully, no one on the Phillies get it. Because as you saw during the weekend, like the weirdest thing, I made a comment during the Met game. Uh, Ronald Cunha, Cunha, like all of them have the like the 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 cloths, like the mask that like go up and down. Like, during the at-bats, Acuna didn't have it on. And then during one of the innings, I don't remember which inning, obviously, but towards the end of the game, he made the final out. And he had the, he had the mask on. I'm like, you're not by anybody. What? what? I'm, I'm confused by that. It's just like, players. Some players didn't want to wear it when they were hitting. They felt like it was right, like right, distracting right. them, which you get that's, and you understand. Um, yeah, that's like a vision thing. You can right. get in your eye line. Right, right, right. So that's a vision thing. Interesting enough, like I was looking because look at what they did with Toronto and the Blue Jays not wanting to pl- the the Canada just not wanting them to play there and having the teams going back and forth crossing the That's border. Smart. They moved them to Buffalo. So I was looking at the Marlins. The Marlins double A team is in Jacksonville. Their triple A team is in Wichita. So that wasn't gonna the Marlins getting out of Florida wasn't gonna work. Shocking. Right. I mean, but uh, they but the Rays could have played in Durham. You literally have a movie about that place. You know how how much how much fun it would be to have games there. But also, like, there are we're basically at we've basically created three like ten team divisions at this point, right? It's just a east, a west, and a central. Right. You could have just put them all in New York, Chicago, and L.A. and played two games a day at one stadium and three games at the other, and that's everybody. It's very. It was very to me that it, that seemed like a very simple plan. But that was he, the thing, because like, so the Mar- the Blue Jays were trying and were like trying to get a major league facility, but all the cities were saying, "Hey, that's way too many teams working out in one area. We don't want that." And then it becomes a whole, "Hey, you got to we got to disinfect the the dugouts between games and all of that stuff." So that was it was becoming too much of a thing, is what they were saying. Which, of course, you know, you see the NBA and the NHL, who's going to make this work? But what I'm saying is, Except like, for when they go to Atlanta for strip clubs and wins. I, yeah, I know. I mean, Lou Williams. <laughs> By the way, I'm putting it out there for you guys both to know. Did you guys know this? And this is from, shout out Patrick Ambrosio for this. He sent the menu. The reason he went to that strip club, okay? Signature style wings. Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings. Yeah. He has his own brand there, so I well, don't blame is, him. 
Listen. This is the other thing. Like, <laughs> people, um, I don't know, Dan, I don't know if you listen to part of my take today, but like, they searched his Twitter account. He's mentioned this place like eight times over the past. Like, he actually likes this food. So he might actually have been just go, like, okay, quote unquote, picking up food. Like, sure, that wasn't the only reason. But he brought he a whole new meeting eat- to. Chicken and thighs. Right, he does. He does actually like the food. Um, the other thing on top of that was apparently he actually went to a funeral. Lou Williams. Apparently, he left the bubble. He got permission to go right. to a funeral that, and then made a pit stop original, on the way back. Yeah, that was the original reason. <laughs> but still, like, but still so can't. apparently he was going to be quarantined no matter what. So like, the team planned on him missing ten days because of him going needing to go to a funeral. But, right, but you so still... basically, he knew he was about to be quarantined, so he figured, why not pick up some wings on the way back? I guess well. so. <laughs> but still, this the Major League Baseball thing could now affect. We're looking at what four teams basically got their games shut off today, right? Four teams aren't playing now. Right. You got another four teams basically that can just that basically were from the Tampa series. If you think about it, because they're playing their games now. So you're looking at a total of what could end up costing eight teams a, a boatload of games this week. And they're all National League and American League East teams, by the way. Right. The, the wild thing is, like, with the other sports, with the bubbles, the bubbles seem to be okay working because they're able to control. That's the biggest problem with football, uh, baseball is teams are going to city to city and there's no... It's like the Wild Wild West. They can... They might not be going anywhere uh, special, but they they are traveling. Obviously, the Mets took you're, a bus. You're, by you're, the way, yeah. Well, today, yeah, the Mets took a bus last night, but you are still traveling in confined areas, and it could be the smallest thing, and you're not feeling well. So, it it's going to be really interesting to see how how the NFL also handles it now that there's going to be 90 players per team in a. Uh, practice facilities slash um, Sorry. offices for warm-ups and stuff and meetings and everything like that. So it's going to be really interesting to see because we, we haven't seen the NFL handle it because everything was virtual uh, the last couple months. So with football camps coming up, it's going to be really interesting, especially with no train uh, preseason games, rightfully so. Thankfully, we don't have to sit through them, but it's really going to be interesting, especially with football and baseball. What happens because well, not only it can go, it could go rampant through a whole locker room, as you can see. And not only did they take a bus, they took six buses. Right. And somehow it... Nunez got hurt. Well, yeah, he hyperextended his knee running through a base when everybody stopped watching. Oh, I thought you were about to say that he hyperextended his knee. Um, getting on a bus. No, 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 it was during the game. <laughs> um, football, I think it'll be a little bit easier. Cause just because you're not traveling every week, like you're Correct. you're only going one spot per that given week. You you have you like you're have you're literally in a city for twenty four hours. One night, right? Right. But, but you're but you're there's have... more guys than baseball, so it's easier to get sick. They're gonna them, have so. to quarantine like. Uh, that's gonna be tough. I, they're gonna have to like. You you may you may see teams travel Friday. That way Saturday they're getting test. They're gonna get the quick test because there's two tests out there. There's a test that right. takes like 
three or four days to get results. And then there's a test that you could get results within minutes. So you're looking at, I would, I would say that the league ends up making an announcement that all teams that are traveling will leave Friday, be tested Saturday morning. That way by Saturday night, you know, who is el- who can and who can't play in the game. But also like, this is, uh, this is kind of going the same. It would have to go the same way as baseball is like, you're just going to have to trust that the guys are going to be smart about what they do on the weeks, like during the week when they're home or well, again, when they're home. Because if they're going out, then everything's screwed up. Everybody basically, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to, everybody for, to quarantine for, you know, whatever, five months. But if you just, if they just limit their, like, contact with anybody but on the team, they should be fine. But we all know that's probably not going to happen. Well, like, like Conforto said, and the players admitted, they all brought Xboxes and Playstations with them. You know, they're all on coach buses, so I'm sure, you know, Two Xboxes per bus, but this and they could all like... play. They could all play on the bus together, type of thing. And then when they're in the hotels, they can all play Call of Duty together. You know, whoever's in what, whichever whoever is in the room is on a, is on a team. But my my question also is what, like, I mean, there's so many questions with this, but like, what exactly are the limitations? Because like, I work with a guy who went out to dinner for his birthday the other night, and Cespedes was there. So he's not just going home and sitting home. So like, he's well, when you're in your hometown, I think you could do what the rules are. But is that does that include like? Also, guess, Jacob Degrom lives in Rockville Center, by the way. We're trusting guys to be smart, but is going to a restaurant smart? I don't. I mean, I mean, I've gone out. I'll admit that I've gone out. So, so. Have I. But so I, 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 like I went a, out once. And I, and I felt fine since. Like, you know, just as long as he's being smart about it and not being like, right. hey, everybody right. here was, wants a picture. Why don't I take a picture with everybody? He was yeah, very mask Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm high risk, so I can't, I can't mess around with you guys. Very quickly, what have you even, like, gone to the grocery store or anything? No. The only thing I've done was quick trips to doctor's appointments and basically – uh, dropping off certain things to family members that I know aren't around, and then or I keep my distance and wear a mask. It's just, it's it's yeah. We've been uh, ordering from Amazon Fresh and uh, Whole Foods and Instacart and all that other fun stuff for the last. Right. Okay. Because your book is like she obviously was was pregnant and then right. So yeah, baby so, and everything. Got it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we've been uh we've been ordering online. Thank God for Amazon. <laughs> But yeah, I I'm ready to I'm ready to escape. So, yeah, I I can't wait for the first day. I'm like, oh yeah, I can finally go out and do what I gotta do. But yeah, it's it's funny like that. Uh, but yeah, if you if you're healthy enough or you're not as high risk like me and you're able to go and do it, you might as well do it. Because you, if you're wearing a mask and you're responsible about it, you should be able to do what you want to do. It's the people that don't take things seriously and unfortunately that's a lot of people and that's that's the problem yes yeah. so that that's that's gonna be interesting because it's crazy how it took three days because they've been training for two to three weeks and you would have thought it would have caught on wildfire sooner if, if 
they were going out in Miami, especially when the outbreak, that was the hottest top place in the whole country was Miami for like a couple week period. I don't know if it still is, but that's, that's, that's scary stuff. And then the whole fact that the Yankees got there and were like, yeah, we're, we're not going in there. No, no way. And they were bringing their own, uh, their locker room attendance and stuff, but like they would, they have to wipe down that whole entire block, uh, clubhouse, like, like times a hundred than a normal cleaning. So who knows? Well, the Yankees went to Philly. Right. And that's where the Marlins were and they are still there. Okay. Yeah. 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 They're still stuck there. So it's like, Uh, it's it's interesting, and and the other thing, the bubble thing we were talking about before, um, is that like the NBA did it right. They have have had people there, and they're getting accustomed to the bubble and all that stuff. The NHL is getting there and going, like they're they're all there now, and it's basically games Tuesday night. Right. So. Is that and and that's similar to the way the MLS did it, which caused a lot of issues to begin. Like two or three teams were tossed out of the season or the playoff thing that they were doing because a couple of guys got tested positive, and it was like because they rushed everything. But it also came out on the twenty seventh that no NHL player tested positive during the testing. Now they just have to be tested again. And I'm assuming Canada is a little bit less less rampant than it is here as well because you don't really. Hear oh yeah, much that's why they it. closed the border down. They don't want any of right. us up there. Of course, don't blame them. They don't want <laughs> us up there, even if there wasn't a pandemic. But I mean, yeah, the, the fact that <laughs> another country is like, mm, no thanks. Bahamas, the, the Bahamas. People could well, travel to the Bahamas again, and they said, except if you're from America. <laughs> there are plenty of countries that just don't want our people. But, like, the fact that Canada looked at it, has another professional sport in their country, and is just going, like, no, your plan stinks. Go away. Well, no. So, to be fair, they're, they're, the Blue Jays are, like, basically leaving the country every week and a half, two weeks. Not even. Not even. Well, not I even in this case. They, but, uh, they went – what are they, they – they did – Toronto, right? And now where are they? Are they in? They were in Tampa. Right. Are they, they in Washington this week? Or yeah, they... they were. They they were in Washington. Okay, so they they went to Washington, right? And then on Wednesday they're back in. They're having their home opener. Oh yeah, so there you have it. So like, there's the difference. You're gonna have at least two to three teams leaving the country every week. So. It's gonna be. It would be. It would be crazy for them to let that happen. If the Blue Jays were smart, they'd sign, re-sign Josh Tolley right now because that guy played so many games in Buffalo between when we owned them, and then when he got traded to Toronto and they owned him. That guy knows the ballpark. You know what's interesting? Speaking of, um, do you think they should be allowed to trade people this season? No. I don't think they should, but they still have the options. Yeah, I I really doubt there'll be any 
Because what if like what if I trade? Let's say, let's just say, somebody was like, "Hey, we want Cano," and it's like, the Pirates. We're gonna give us a bunch of prospects to, to eat Cano's contract, or something like that. Right. You, you literally don't want teams traveling between there, so you're gonna let a bunch of players travel between there. Also, can I trade guys that aren't on my 60-man roster? I don't think you can. I think you can only trade... That's the thing. You can only trade from the pool of people that you have brought with you to play or or at your facility. Yeah, but isn't that the 60 guys? Yes. But, like... So only those 60 guys can be traded? Yes. Like, but the Mets... So the Mets can't trade... Not that they'd want to, but like any of the guys they drafted recently, they can't trade those guys. This year. Until the offseason, probably. I guess until like this ends. Because they, they've had two good drafts where like they could yeah, reasonably no. move them. Right, right, right. So like if, let's say the Dodgers called and we're like, hey, we're going to give you the, the last two prospects we have. We want Cespedes in our lineup. We can't do, we shouldn't be, we should not do that. The, the league shouldn't allow that. Because now he's going to cross the country, be on a plane for five hours, which is what you're avoiding, to get across country. And then he's got to wait two weeks before he could play because you got to test him and make sure he's okay. And what if he comes back as a positive test? Now it becomes just like failing a physical. Basically, yeah. I does, think does the trade go backwards then? Yeah. I Trading should be off limits. But let's you want to talk about what actually happened in baseball? No. Like I mean <laughs> let's talk Stephen I mean we had this conversation the other day. All right, opening day was great, right? Opening day is always the same thing. Listen, it's never a bad opening day because we always win opening day. Right. We win opening day and the worst part is we win like ideally how we want to win going forward. Like it's not like like, if you win a game on opening day and they win, like, because Wilson Ramos has two home runs, I'm like, that's not going to happen every day. But, like, right. the ground pitching great and the bullpen shutting it down and Cespedes hitting homers, those are all things that need to happen. So those happen. But, like, one, I mean, they're starting to hit now as we're watching the game. They're scoring. But it's the Red Sox who stink, apparently. No, but their pitching stinks. I mean, the Diaz, lineups. you mentioned it, had a Diaz. Just keep bunting it to third. That guy can't feel for his life. Even though Danny, you watched. I mean, you want you were able to watch on Saturday, correct? Yes, I watched. And Stephen Matz, what the hell, Ed? Good Let's for him. go. Yo, right? I don't know We've what been this. Five what this years for this beard and hair grow thing is with this team, but I'm all in. I I'm all I in on the the bearded flow. Right, the I didn't. NHL I didn't look. I didn't uh, notice. McNeil Matz has got it. Oh, yes, McNeil. I did notice. McNeil got has the... it. Matt has it. I didn't notice. Did uh, Alonzo wearing the orange belt tonight? I hope not because he, he sucked with it the whole weekend. I don't think so. But he did not. I'll be honest. Of, of everything, and this is like, this is super, like, I put my football brain on for baseball and I'm, I'm getting hypersensitive. Alonzo looked like crap the whole weekend. He yeah. looked he like he was... Like okay, now Don't we have games. Now they're now all the pressure is on me because we're playing for six games. But 
Here's another thing to think about when you look back at his year last year. This is around the time where he struggled last year also. Right. But I think out of the All Star break, he came yeah, out, he won the home run derby. He he had a I think he had a hit in the All Star game. He kinda he kinda like was like people started talking more about him and his his mind kinda got off the game. He was getting in front of a lot of pitchers and you weren't seeing the home runs. And then <clears throat> Did Dom just homer? Dom just hit a three run bomb ski. Let's go, Dommy. Dom getting in the lineup, Seth's getting the day off, and Dom shows why he should be in the lineup every day and Robinson yeah. Cano should not. Last night, First off, yeah. then last night just oh the outfield was just atrocious. Oh, I and mean, then, so, <laughs> and and Porcello obviously didn't have it. It was it was just one of those nights. It's just like is this Dom Smith's first step out of the season? Uh, uh no, it's got to be a second because this is the second time around the lineup. Oh okay, I was gonna say it's just, it's like Saturday was the I was gonna say two straight I, at bats in the home run for him. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um. Right. He's part of the park too. Sorry, a big lag. You're, you're just saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What's it called? But yeah, it, it Saturday was just soul crushing because a couple innings before that we had a situation that we could have gotten insurance runs. So obviously uh-huh. didn't get it. <laughs> and now we were like, we were, I was watching it with my family, and we're like, here we go. You know, this is gonna come back and haunt us. And then, then Edwin Diaz became Edwin. When Diaz, he got the first two outs. Then he walked. Then, this man then, had a 14 ERA last year yes, when pitching back to back games. Back to back games. And I, once they showed that, I go, oh God, this is not going to end well. Literally, then, they showed that. Friedman, I, I texted him and I go, whoop. Then, and then Friedman, freaking Friedman, almost took one to uh, the whatever they call the, the porch now. I didn't see the ads. But whatever the porch is called yeah. now, he just missed it by that much. And then, thankfully, he got out. And then Ozuna just took him deep on a perfect pitch. And we're like, oh, all right, well, that sucks. He's back to normal. And we're going to have this stupid uh, extra inning rule. So there we go. So, so yeah, a couple things. You know what's like funny? Said, I didn't even notice the extra inning rule. <laughs> I, I did, I mean, obviously, because I've been paying attention to it because, like, Oakland had had it the night. Yeah, before. that was a crazy scenario on Friday night. How they were able to get out of it, and then they took it to their advantage. And then the the Royals, which is is funny, they won a game. They beat the Indians three two, with because of the rule, they scored a run without having an at bat. They sacrificed the guy to third. They had a sack fly. Then a guy walked, and then they got thrown out trying to steal the base. So they had no actual bats in the tenth inning, but they scored a run and won. <laughs> So this is the baseball, right? So quickly on like the answer said, is no. They better take this out of there. Diaz, oh, at least move it to the twelfth inning. That's my my compromise. Okay, move, yeah, yeah. Move I'm it later. I'm fine. Twelve, I'm fine. Or the nineteenth like because the Mets always love to play one nineteen <laughs> in a game, preferably when we're driving back from somewhere. Then the yeah, I know, right? Oh my god, that trip back from seeing Conforto. They played that like twenty four inning game against the Cardinals. Where the hell it was? The room Tejada. Anyway, yeah. um, so like we said, the Diaz pitch that he threw to Ozuna was the same as that pitch he struck him out on. So it's just a right. bad move by – I mean, he, he's got to know – also, in my head, Ozuna's a guy that chases a lot. His slider's right. been on point for the most part. I would have thrown that. You make right, that – Right, right, right. And I, I saw your tweet, and, and you're, you hit it on the head because obviously we're all pissed off and fuming because 
what he's done for us the last year right. and two games. So it, it he he's gonna get no slack. And you're absolutely right. And it was just one of those uh, gotta hang with them. But fuck you, man. Yeah. Kind of feel, feeling. <laughs> In a vacuum, he looks good. I'll be completely honest. He looks better he looks than fine. what he has. Yeah, but it, it was, was just, it literally it was one no pitch. Her. I'm sorry. I'm giving him. I'm gonna give him the the doubt because it was one pitch this this time. Yes, uh, it's one again. It was one pitch. If he throws a different pitch there and gets him swinging, we have the complete com- complete opposite conversation right now. Be like, oh my god, we're getting the Diaz we traded for. But if he Diaz, then goes out though, there, if they, let's say, are in a save opportunity on, on today, let's just say, and he goes out there and blows it, and then automatically, no matter what, he, no matter when he blew that first save, the conversation was going to be, uh-oh, here we go again. I want to see him bounce back now. Because right. after he gave it the home run, he was fine. And, and He finished we the saying... inning. The inning was over. Nothing to worry about. He moved on. He didn't pitch last night. He didn't have to. Right? He's probably they're up seven nothing in the top of the fourth as we're recording, and almost nine o'clock. You know, he probably won't pitch today. Maybe they'll give him an inning later in the game and be like, "Hey, get some work in, see what happens." The, the best with him and guys like Stanton and like, as long as you don't have social media, you're fine. You do not have to listen to any sort of fans, so you can use that to your benefit and just be like, "All right." Obviously, my teammates care, and they're going to get upset, and I'm going to be upset more than anybody else, obviously. But I'm able to roll it off my shoulder because I don't have 30,000 fans but doing and ripping. Well, if you if you stay off social media, you, you don't hear a thing. Because if it wasn't for social no one... media, we wouldn't see him topless striking out air. But there's also no fan. Like, there's no fan, so like, you can't. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. Like. You got to use that to your benefit. Stan looks great already as it is as well. So those guys got to take advantage of the no fan situation and take it to the best to their abilities. It's just with the lot with, I'm sorry. I see Alonzo right now with the thing yep. with, um, the thing with uh, Diaz, <laughs> the thing with Diaz is like, you just got to find it in him. It's, it's there. The stuff is there. It's just something wrong mechanically that we don't get paid millions of dollars to fix. So hopefully they find it quick because if not, they got to find Patanzas or Familia or Wilson or, or Lugo to get in that closure role right away because it will be a wasted opportunity with the extra playoff teams this year not to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? So they, they really got to find a way to nip this whatever issue in the butt is it not pitching them every day, and then you go bullpen by committee, closure by committee? Whatever gets the job done, honestly, with this year, because there's 60, 57 games left at the end of tonight. So 56 games left at the end of tonight. So it's one of those things. It's it's just the bats got to get clicking. I think it was like, of course, it's against the Braves, our arch nemesis. Right. And it's, like you said, everything's... You know, it's it feels like we're three and six instead of one and two. Right, like those losses hurt a hundred times more. And then that, like that was the thing. My Nicole goes, "Why are you upset about this game?" And like, it's not a normal hundred and sixty-two game season when you lose game two of the year and you have a hundred 
and 50, 50 games, 160 games left, it's a completely different scenario. Right. You, you can't blow these games. You just can't do it. Maybe oh. once in a very blue moon, it's natural, it happens, fine. Sure. But it, 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 it can't be a habit like it was last year. And that's so, the reason why we didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, 100%. Now, the other thing that you mentioned it, that he had a bad day, Rick Porcello has Ooh. never been a good pitcher. I, I was absolutely stunned when I all looked right, at this. All right, all right. He did okay. win the Cy Young, he, so let's okay. not let's, – let's, Never let's... was harsh. He had the, – the Cy Young season, he was great. He was 21-4, and four, and he had like a 3-1-4 year. Right. Every that was a win. Year, that was like the last year they credited wins for a Cy right. Young. And he he was good. I, I, I calculated – I think he had like a 3.5 ERA in the World Series run, in the, only in the playoffs. Like, so during the playoffs, he had a good run. But honestly, you look at his ERA plus, which measures, like, the rest against the rest of the league, he's been above average three times. And he, this is his 12th season. Like, we think of him like he was part of those Tiger teams that were good and went to the World Series. I, I guess he was just never actually that good. I don't know. I was very confused when I looked at his numbers. Waka, on the other hand, Really only had one bad season, and I kind of have more faith in Waka at this point. And it was but, last year. That was his bad season, and it was – they were yeah, talking but, about it. They were like, ever since he got called up – and remember, the Cardinals won two games in the 13 World Series, right? I think they they lost it in – I think they lost it in six. I think. Right. It could be five. I don't he, know. He went 1-0, and oh, I think, if I remember correctly, with a no like, decision. So it's really just – I think with Porcello, I think it's the fact that he eats a lot of innings and he, he sure. has a lot of chance to get wins. So that's why his win-loss record is pretty decent. And that's where people think he's better than what he is. But I think he can find I – I think he can find it. But the two times we've seen him in the scrimmage game against the Yankees and last night, he got absolutely destroyed on both situations. So it's going to be interesting – what Jeremy Hafner does because we obviously do not have the luxury of him sucking because with Strowman, we don't know how long he could be out for. He could be out for a couple weeks or he could be done for the whole season. Depending on knowing the Mets, he's probably going to be done for the whole season, <laughs> but, but he could be back. Who knows? Like that's the scary thing about injuries this shortened season. If you go on the DL for any sort of period of time, you miss most of the season. It's just the, the way it is. The Strowman, so, yeah, the Strowman one is weird because like it comes out they say he has a tear in his calf. I'm like, that's at that's minimum five weeks. <laughs> and right. he comes out, he's like, I literally, I only feel it when I'm running. And I'm like, bro, you don't have to run, you don't have to hit. Like, yeah, but like, that's the picture he is. When I'm... The, the third. Guy he pitched to when he became a man, he was running to third base to get a ground ball. He is an athlete. He is. So, like, he says he's okay. He says it's precautionary. But he's also one of those guys that, like, is going to prove people wrong and is always overconfident. So I don't know if I trust him. So, like, listen, I'm hoping, you know, middle of August he gets back. If we have to go three, four turns through the run with David Peterson, who I actually think, like, he got exactly. called up today. Well, he's on the taxi squad. For the he's season. on the taxi squad. Him and Daniel I was, yeah, I was talking to Steven about this earlier. They called up uh, Tyler Bachelor to replace Corey Oswald, but I feel like that's Baca just, just gave one... up a homer to... Yeah. 
I think that's Mitch Moreland. Yes. Yeah. Um, Former Texas Ranger, great. It, it's a one-day, like, we called up Ashler in case we need an arm today. Tomorrow we can make another move for Peterson to come onto the roster to, to start. I, I have a feeling that's the way they do. Also, Lugo didn't pitch yesterday. If he doesn't pitch today, you could go, while well, he's not a scoreable. Yeah, you can go bullpen game. He's a he long pitches. guy. Right, right, somebody starts. He'll be the second guy on. Right, and then he pitches like four innings after him. He's basically the starter. Right. The Red Sox not slapping high fives. Thank you very much. No more high fives, please. It's good to see one team following oh, rules. Yeah. yeah, even like in the Mets. So like when I was watching last night, shot. in the yeah in the um, dugout, they have like X's on the bench. Like don't sit in these spots and sit right. in these spots. Or I guess sit in the X's and don't whatever. I no one's just paying attention. Right. Also, JD Davis is not an outfielder, and we we talked a little bit. I'm I'm just recapping the weekend, you know, as we ramble. The yeah, Mets' J- best J- team, best lineup is Robinson Cano not playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Ideally, I would put. Like Dom, but Dom stinks in left field too. I don't know. Cespedes <laughs> playing left field is obviously his best case scenario. If he can and then do you something, put, and then you put Marisnik in center. Well, like because like, Nimmo. Oh, oh yeah, my God. it was the venture with him last night too. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just you just have to suck it up with Nimmo if you have Cespedes and Conforto at the corners. I don't know. It, I, last night was just one of those nights. You're just mad at the whole team, yeah. and it's just whoever exactly. got it, got it kind of thing. Nimmo's okay. He just doesn't have a lot of range. Like, he will right. get to what he can get to. He just His range is not there. And a lot of it fell out in front of him last night, yeah. where he, like, is just one of those, oh, God. Just, it was a rough one. It's a rough one. But it's, it's one have, you want to forget. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of those, oh, God, here we go again kind of nights. So For sure. And that one home run, I forgot who hit it. He hit it off the the scoreboard on Austin, the third deck. Austin Riley. Riley. Yeah. That was just fucking bomb. Like, that was <laughs> all right. It's one of those nights. It's just You just got to laugh it off. You just got to laugh it off kind of night. Because if you don't laugh it off, you're going to go on a You're just going to go on a rampage. Well, yeah. Like our, uh, our top five tonight is, I don't know if we mentioned it before, is the top five shows we binge. I right. turned to one of those last night. And oh, when it, 100%. When it got to about Five, I think it was five or seven to one. They took Porcello out. I was like, I'm okay. I'm done. So, we're popping over to Netflix. So, so we were doing. We put. We got the crib in for Braden's sleepover to start sleeping here, and we we were doing that. And then we had dinner. And then I come in and I noticed. I was. I turned on the game and it was like five nothing. I'm like, well, not tonight, boys. Enjoy yeah. your evening. Where'd you put the crib in the in the spare room? Yeah. Okay. They actually kicked me out. I was going to say, like, did you go to the spare room and they put him in your room? <laughs> no, Vincent. Um, but Anything else baseball-wise? Yankees are hitting home runs again. Yeah, the yes. Yankees are the Yankees. Um, they had a rough Saturday night. Patterson it was a good win Sunday. Oh, yeah, it was a very good win Sunday. They came back and won. And, By and the way, Glaber just had so you guys day. both are very much aware of this. John Sterling 
and Susie Wahlberg are worse without fans in the background. At least the fans in the background yelling can like tone them out a little bit. But if you're in the car, you don't listen to them. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever voluntarily listened to them. I was clicking through. Well, I, I listened to them. I, I, I clicked it on. I was almost home. I was like, oh, let me check on the Yankee score. Clicked it on, and they started talking, and I'm like. All right, I'll check. Turn the TV on I, when I get home. <laughs> I feel see that's the problem. My problem with them is you can't just pop in and check the score because they never tell you the yeah, score right. or the count. That's that's the their biggest problem, and they're also very old. And John's eighty one years old. John eighty one. John's eighty one years old. So, God damn it. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like it's it's gonna be a sad day when they both retire. Because they're just institutions. Granted, they are not what they used to be, sure. but but yeah, it's 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 it. Some days it definitely gets to the point. Just John doing his home run calls is just great, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the Yankees looked good. They they had the bats. Stan had three home runs uh, this weekend. That's that's good to see. Obviously, with the shortened season, can right. Stan just go on that one hot streak and. The Yankees are going to do their thing, and it's scary to see Paxton only pitching one inning. Granted, yeah. he is coming back from back surgery during the offseason, the main offseason. So it's it's going to be interesting to see if the Yankees stay healthy, how much better things are going to be. Like, I feel bad for Clint Frazier. Like, any other team, he'd be there starting. <laughs> like, I, I would take Clint Frazier and be our right left or right fielder in a heartbeat any day yeah. of the week. I and don't. Yeah, like that. All that guy needs is real every day at bats, and he, they're just not giving it to him because of seniority reasons between Gardner and then like Tockman and all those other guys. Like I would, I'd rather give take my chances in a sixty game season and see what Frazier has. Like, it, it, and worst comes to worst, you trade him in the off season or just whatever about it. Well, that's the weird part. It's like I feel like they could, like they probably sh- could and should trade him. But it's it's there. He's at the weird point where like he's past he's past prospects, so his value is kind of down. Right. But they it's just, know what his value actually is, so they're not going to trade for less. Right. And like and the it's crazy to think because Glaber posted on social the other day. He's been they've been on the team for four years. That's crazy. Like how yeah. like you just still think that trade was like yesterday. Yeah. And it, and it's no. He's been on this team. At, uh, the organization for four years and he's been struggling to get a, any sort of a any sort of playing time other than when someone's hurt and then he finds a way to mess it up because of his attitude or he gets hurt himself yeah and I'm, it's, it's just been, one of those things it's been three years now of we're not bringing brett gardner back at the end of the season and right then right like it right, just right. Keeps happening right but yeah like I was I was watching the game yesterday and it was a sixth inning. Corbin was cruising and I'm like, this is not off to a good start. I mean, they got a rain delay victory and then they got beat up a little bit. Look, but then Cole looked like Cole. It, that was that was Cole looked fine. Right. He just settled down after the first inning home run. And, and they went bullpen game on Sunday and it right. went okay. I think did right. they? Yeah, they yeah. they played fine. They played yeah. fine. They had a um. Loisica pitched the first couple innings. Right. And so he kind of started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And then Green. Then Green shut it down like he normally does and yep. so on and so forth. And 
and they and the good thing with them is they have Britain, who's basically another closer, closing until Chapman comes back, right? From COVID, so yeah. the Yankees are fine. The Yankees are fine as long as they don't get hit with the the injury bug slash COVID bug. They're they're gonna be in contention of being a top seeded. Which I I hope they didn't actually. I mean. They they wouldn't have gone in the clubhouse, but did they actually? Right. I, mean, I hope they didn't actually go to Philly. Like, uh, I think they're I, in, they yeah, they, they probably in they may have stopped. I don't if know. You think about it. if they, they didn't leave yesterday. It depends on when they left. So if they left yesterday, they may have stopped. And oh no, but is well, it reason- no? Because they went. They would have went from Washington to Philly. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking yeah, they just go to the middle, yeah, but I, yeah. I didn't realize. But is it even? Like, should they even play tomorrow? Probably not. Probably not. And like, I want, I hope to God their clubhouse people are fine because. So what? Yeah, what they do you? Went into, but what do you do then? Right? Do you then say, "Hey, you guys are going to play two doubleheaders Wednesday, Thursday at Yankee Stadium"? I if if the if Phillies you, are healthy and they're they're not contaminated with COVID, then I wouldn't see why not. I at this point we might have to get to it. Like, if if you get a couple COVID. Like the Marlins are not going to be able to play a se- this series, I don't think. But they're playing the Orioles. This is you can just tack it on the end. I feel like you're going to have to start tacking right. some games in the end and be like, if we need them, we'll play them. If not, we're not worried about them. Here's the other thing: you could also and just the, kick just the Marlins out of the league and be like, if you were supposed to play them, you get a day off and a win. Just SpongeBob me. <laughs> what if we took the Marlins and put them over there? Yeah, right. <laughs> and. I just got a Yahoo Sports alert a, a little while ago, and that that wasn't one of their big concerns. So I guess they're going to try to play on. I I don't know. It's it's just it's alarming. It's they got to figure something out. Now you got to go watch the tape also of all the three games and be like, all right, who, who coughed on who? It's not even about that. It's high fiving, sweating on. It's it's everything. Everything they're not supposed to be doing. Did you guys see Rizzo giving the hand sanitizer yeah. to everybody who came to first base? I love it. Yeah. I love Rizzo so goddamn yeah. much. Yeah. So. And by the way, know. Conforto still has his bionic arm on with the right-hander out. Hey, man. You can never trust anybody's uh, wildness. He has, like, the full bionic arm going. Anyway. Football training camps are oh, opening. Oh, no, no, we forgot to say it. I'm sorry, by the way, before we end. I hope Willow Willow McNeil's uh, poster board is okay, by the way. Brandon Nemo's dog is getting mad that he doesn't have his own. So, And also, apparently, Seth Lugo's cats are going to have some at the uh, next home stand. All right, cool. Um, I did camps. see they added some to the crew of yeah. They added other dogs too to the crew. Sometimes it's all about the crew. Yeah. It's all about the crew. Conforto's um, dog. I don't want to give credit, but I saw someone on Twitter saying if a foul ball or home run hit a fan, that fan should get the ball. They're doing yeah, it in California. Cool. I, yeah, the A's are doing it. I think. Oh, they are doing it. All right. I the A's. So. The A's have the coolest things going on. Um, so inside the good organization, the inside their crowd noise, they got Tom Hanks to act like a vendor. This came out. That's what that meant. Okay. Yeah. Because in the, like when Tom Hanks was like a teenager, that's what he did during the summer for money. 
I feel he, like I knew that. He was a vendor for the Oakland A's because he was a huge A's. He grew up a huge A's fan. So they edited that to the yelling. So like you can hear someone yelling, peanuts, peanuts, get your scorecards. You need them so you can know who's playing. And like things that he would yell in the 70s, he yelled that in, like was able to record that into a microphone for them to use. Okay, so it's kind of cool. So it's kind of like I do kind of want to watch when they have a home game. Not going to lie. But anyway, the NFL training camps are starting. Um, like Danny said earlier, no preseason games, which is great. Um, yeah, Giants and Jets are officially no fans. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's just not going to be the same waking up at 8 o'clock, for, forcing yourself to wake up at 8 o'clock to start drinking. Um, at 8 o'clock? We're already in the parking lot at 8 o'clock. I know. That's when we start drinking, 8 o'clock. The right. parking lot opens well, at 8 o'clock. Up. I know, yeah, but now now there's up. like a force to have to do it and get up and like it used to be alarms on football drinking eight o'clock. Now it's like right. oh I'm home all day. Right. So <laughs> yeah, it sucks, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 gonna be different being home every week again. It's been three years. <laughs> so but it's going to be fun. We're going to, we're going to find ways to entertain ourselves. It's obviously not going to be the same hanging out with our tailgating crew and then going into the stadium and watching it, but it's, it's, it's going to be different and hopefully we get to MetLife sooner rather than later. And we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like I mentioned before, it's going to be interesting to see how every NFL team handles the 90 players rosters and how guys are going to make the teams in battles and are they going to have like slightly modified warming up periods during training camp like a mini camp type of atmosphere for the first couple of weeks and then ramp it up more as the training camp goes on and teams like the Giants and, and the Cowboys and basically any team with the new head coach it's going to be interesting to see who paid attention during the virtual tour um classes and meetings and everything else but that to just hit the ground running so it's going to be interesting to see i i wouldn't i feel bad for all the rookies this year um they had no mini camp they had no rookie anything they're they're just going to hit the ground running from the start of training camp now so and did you see the vikings are going to quarantine all of their rookies because apparently they've all been in contact with their train that trainer who him and his family have all tested positive recently. Oh no, I didn't know that. Oh okay. So the Vikings announced so of course my friend Keith who's a big Viking fan goes shocking Vikings. What other team oh, would yeah, have the it's... entire team what other franchise would have an entire team have to be quarantined because of one guy? Right. Um yeah, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. And like we've heard when they they delivered the scheduling, they set it up for if there was games to be either missed or rescheduled. All the teams buys before a certain period are similar to each other, so they can have a bye week. If their bye week hasn't happened yet and they miss that week, they'll play during the bye week instead of the week they miss. So there are certain situations that the NFL smartly did, but hopefully they don't get to that 
point or they if they do get to a god forbid they're not going to be playing point hopefully it's sooner rather than later so type of situation because i think that would hurt more to everybody's psyche of like there's no football on that thursday night or or the first sunday of the season so it's going to be interesting it's going to be a weird fantasy draft season especially since mostly it's going to be on computers and no one has preseason games to like, all right, maybe that guy could break out. We've seen that guy just do a little bit during the training camps and like watch out. So you're going to really have to put your eyes to, towards Twitter and follow beat writers and follow the fantasy guys and see really what happens. And geez, Verdubel is really such a douche. You could just tell he's a douchebag. Sorry about that. I'm talking about the, uh, the guy that the, the Red Sox got for Mookie Betts. What a mess up that is. But I digress. But Dude, like, don't it, touch it's, our guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like, what do you, what are your what are your concerns, Ben, uh, with the Packers? Is Carter Coughlin related to Tom? No, he 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 isn't. Okay. But he, he also has his in college number, so that's pretty cool. He also has in his. Oh, okay, forty. Because it says on his thing, oh, he wore forty five in college, right? Yeah. Okay, because it says on his uh, Instagram bio forty five caliber. Okay. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not related to Tom or Christine. Um, but it's gonna be interesting. All the Giants rookies all signed their contracts, so they're all gonna be in tomorrow. So that's that's always good to see. Uh, Vinny, where, where do you where do your nerves other than the uh, standard nervousness of uh, are they actually going to play or not for the Packers with not having any sort of uh, train uh, preseason games um if there is any I don't know like I'm just I'm just my biggest nerve is anybody getting COVID slash like those random crappy practice injuries that end the guy's season right then and there so which is normal so it's nothing really other than the COVID positive COVID test for me. Uh, this is, it's one of those things where the teams that are, um, more, I guess, less reliant on. So if this was happening last year, I'd be in a fit because of a brand new coach. Right. And that kind of stuff, mostly a veteran team, um, obviously our first round pick this year isn't going to play anyway. And our second round and third round picks are running backs and fullback tight end hybrid things. So like you're just running, you know, you look, pick up some blocking schemes or whatever, but right. he's just going to, he's here to run people over. Right. So in general, it's pretty much the same roster. There was news today. I, I'm pretty sure it's just like agent posturing, but that, uh, Everson Griffin, Who's, right, I saw that today. Right. I don't want to bring it. To yeah, me. I saw that one. Who's yeah? So he, there's mutual interest between him and the Packers. Um, it's probably just driving the price up to go to the Vikings, which I'm fine with. Also, if that's what we're doing, I mean, whatever. But also, because I, I don't see any cap way that they could fit him in overall. But if the uh, the cap is weird, so if they do like 100, percent I'm good. Just add him to the monstrous pass rush we already had last year with. The Smiths and Kenny Clark and things will be fine. Um, 
Right. I, football seems so far away, even though like we would be in getting in football mode now. It just seems so far away. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before we change the topic, I do want to uh, promote my new uh, blogging. I believe. Blue, not big blue. Obviously, it's Blue Views uh, 324. Just my insight from my second sitting in my seats and basically my daily insight of the Giants. And I think I'm going to try to do some fun things during the season, during pregames, and maybe some insight during the games and obviously postgame stuff, which I try to do. But now that I'm going to be home for every game, it's why not now this season? Because obviously, going home from Giant games me trying to drive in traffic and videotaping me would be even worse than it would be uh, during the other scenarios if it was a road game. So I'm going to give it a shot this year. Uh, hopefully I do well and I like what I'm doing and my life doesn't get into the wings. But as of right now, I'm going to go do what I got to do and hopefully people like it. If not, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, it's more for me pridefully doing it and i'm gonna be doing it anyway so might as well make it uh public to everybody so go check out uh blue views 324 on instagram and twitter i didn't do facebook yet um i'm debating that but yeah my first article why i wanted to do it is up on snddblog.com and check out my stuff and the giants are coming to camp tomorrow so hopefully i'll have something ready to go before tomorrow night if not something during the afternoon tomorrow. So check that out. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, um, I, football definitely has a better shot, as we mentioned before, than, uh, than baseball then, is doing now. With, but. With, with football, Oakley has those face shields. I would give that a shot. I would definitely be one of the people that give it a shot at one of those face shields. And, yeah, it doesn't look cool and crisp and clean. I would definitely give it a shot, though. I would de- I would be inclined. I'm shocked they didn't make it mandatory. But, I don't know. I would, I would definitely, for the betterment of everybody being safety and getting games in, I would definitely for sure make it as close to mandatory as possible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just so hard with the amount of contact that goes on. Oh yeah, for sure. But one, but if they have the, some sort of uh, safety precaution, they should definitely consider doing so. Right. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Stephen. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact SN Snapshots now alright so we mentioned a little earlier tonight's top 5 is our top 5 bingeable TV shows um obviously in quarantine we've people been watching a lot of TV we've been watching a lot of TV so um we figured we'd get into it a little bit and uh change it up from the sports since we actually have sports to talk about We'll get this turn this uh, this topic a little uh, on its head. Listen, we could so, always make we could always throw in some pop culture. We've talked about it right. in the past, so we've we've tried to balance these top fives out, and we've been enjoying doing them. So 
we're going to keep going. Um, for me, number five is the Big Bang Theory. And this is one where I, I was I had a trouble finding number five, to be completely honest. It was it's like not so much binge on a obviously a platform, while it is on HBO Max now, so I could binge it. But it's one of those where it they have its block from like nine to eleven, it's on TBS. Right. It's on so it's much that you you don't have to pay attention it at all right it's it's on in the background i leave it on it's on to go to sleep it's one of those and then you know it's just i mean that's just a solid show people make fun of it people hate on those comedies that have left tracks nowadays you know you know what's funny is i I, I never liked it when it was like a live episode mm-hmm. but like during the quarantine i caught myself a lot like so fx always shows the simpsons every night except for wednesdays so I remember a couple times I was like looking for stuff and I just happened to land on that on TBS and just kind of like, all right, I'm watching this. Right. Yeah, it's. I could it, take it, it or leave it. I I could take it or leave it. If if there's really nothing else on TV, I'll leave it on. But more things than not, I will. Uh, I'll probably skip it. But I don't. I don't hate the show. It's like I said. It's it's fun. It's light. It's. It's right. quick. Half hour shows are for me always better to binge. Um, I think all of mine are half, well, mostly half hour shows. Um, right, yeah. Because like the better TV shows are shows that you're not going to rewatch because you're just they're so ingrained in your head and you just know that they're great shows. And right. You incorporated them so much. You like waste not waste, but you used up so much of their time to watch those shows. That you're never watching them again. Like I, Unless you're really doing nothing. Right. Like, I love Stranger Things. I haven't rewatched it because I have to focus on it so much when I watch right. it. Or, right. like, that, with Game, of, Game Sopr- of Thrones, I haven't gone back because I just have to focus so much. That's why The Sopranos didn't make my list as well. And, quite frankly, I, it's funny. You guys are going to shame me for this. But I, I finally started watching uh, Breaking Bad. I'm, I'm in season two, and I finally yep. meet Saul. And that's hilarious. Right. So, I see why everybody loved this show when it first came out. It was just one of those awkward seen periods. Yet. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and and like and like it's already good enough as it is, as you well, can yeah. say. Season but one like, has its moments. You got through season one already? Yeah, I'm already like, halfway through season two. Like when they they the guy they they try to disintegrate the guy with the tub and it falls through. Right. That that whole episode is ridiculously right. Like that that like kicks the show off. But like right. that that. The end of season three, though, Danny, you're just gonna be right. like, oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's top five show ever. It's, so I'm right. glad you're getting into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna get into it later. Start... I'm gonna get into it later. It's like it's deeper on my list. Okay. Danny, okay. you go number five. Number five. See, this is I have a good list that I didn't rank it in a sorter. So I'm gonna go with I haven't binge watched it in a while, but if I was to binge watch it today, I would laugh at it. As much as I would have laughed at it uh, 15 years ago, and that would be the Chappelle Show. Um, we we talked about the show weeks ago, and that show from start to f- finish. Granted, half the skits wouldn't be able to be played on live TV today. Probably all the skits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the skits. Um, it, it's just one of those shows. Dave Chappelle was great. And I'm sure the show would have lasted a few more years after his big contract signing 
if he didn't fall off the deep end, unfortunately. But that I can go on through all the skits. That sh- that show cracks me up, and it could still crack me up to this day. Um, whether it's the black cake, black black blind KKK member, to the Prince and Charlie Murphy skit, to the skit where he is the mad real world when they flip the tables on all the characters black and there's one white guy as in the real world. Um, what else? There's so many skits that you just... The racial draft is hilarious. Um, just everything. Everything that guy touched those two to three years just was everything was gold. And I would still laugh my butt off if I turned it on tonight on Comedy Central. And it would be like I didn't miss 15 years or 16 years. So Chappelle show number five. All right. So my number five is that 70s show. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. So I remember like when I first got Netflix, I just started watching it. Unfortunately, the guy tried to be Eddie Brock. It didn't work out for him, but, and then the other guy was too involved with all the women, but Hey, uh, the show introduced us to two of my favorite actors and actress, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunitz. Great. So, just the fact of them two and just the entire show, Red Foreman, just like, I, I can start that show from the beginning anytime and just, just sit there and watch right. it. Every Packer time. Fan. 100% Very into that. Show. You know, the hiding from their parents and all of it and just, it's just a hilarious show. To me, that '70s show was connected with football because it was always it right, was in that right, after right. NFL block. Yeah, that was on the Sunday NFL block like when Sunday night football. Yeah, and the Sunday night football wasn't Sunday night football yet. Right. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that as well, guys. For sure. All right, so that was my five. Vin, that was my five. Okay, my number four. I'm sorry, I put my list away. Give me two seconds. Number four is an HBO show, which I, it's, I don't know, I feel like that's rare because most of their shows are a little heavier, but this is probably my favorite HBO show of all time, and that's Entourage. Ah, I had that I, as your number one. No, it's not. I mean, my number one, if you, Steven, you know me. If I sign Entourage, it's going to be some, the other show. Okay. But Entourage is just... Entourage again, is my honorable mention. Again, like it, once it stopped, I stopped watching it. But if I was to start up again, I I would fall back in love. With again, it. another show that if they were to go do it now, a lot of it wouldn't be allowed. So there's I, we talked about it before that the um the podcast they're doing about the, the episodes, and they keep saying they could. I mean, obviously, it would, you couldn't do it word for word, but you could do the 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 idea of the show. But there's a lot of stuff that's like, no, this is not gonna fly anymore but it's it's still funny the like the cameos that live in 20 2009 2010 in the show are just are are fantastic it's all around just you know a great show fun to watch and the movie's actually not terrible and and fun fact every time i go on my hbo max and i see um Continue watching. There's a little section that says continue watching. Vin is actually currently binge watching Entourage. Oh, yeah. So what happened was <laughs> when I actually when I had it for myself, I ran through the whole show. So now that I have yours, I'm like just jumping back to episodes that I like. So it's there. 
<laughs> I'm just like, oh, look, Vin was on the HBO Max. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have first world problems with HBO Max, though, because they're Amazon Fire Stick app, so I have to switch to my PS4. Yeah. And it's yeah. just the world is ending when that has to happen. Well, yeah, that's, that that's not going to be much longer because become... HBO Go is going away. Yeah, I know, but like Amazon and HBO are having a pissing match about putting it on the Fire Stick. Fire Stick doesn't have uh, Peacock as well. Oh, it doesn't. No. See, I... once once that. Well, okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get to Peacock because yeah. I have a show on here later that's going to be on Peacock. Anyway, day number four. Number four, uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Um, I was arguing between Parks and Rec and The Office which one would go first and second. I I always made the joke that I actually like Parks and Rec more than The Office. But just for the sake of argument, I think Parks and Rec is a good number four. Leslie Nope, and just the, the cast of characters from Juan Swanson to uh, Chris Pratt being the stoner to Rashida jo- uh, Jones in the show. It, the whole cast is really funny, and as is, is great as well. It's just the subtle humor of those kind of shows that Fox, NBC takes care of all the time, that NBC always takes care of. It's just a typical comedy Thursday night lineup on NBC that you know is going to be great, and then you're going to watch. That's how I feel about Brooklyn Nine-Nine now. So, um, I... I, I do. I I'll still laugh at that show as as if I never watched it as well. Brooklyn Nine Nine is one I have to. I feel like I should get yeah, into. Yeah, uh, I I highly recommend Good. it. I okay. blew by it last summer. And it's back on, right? Like they do they do new episodes again. Uh yeah, the, the season's over, but yeah. All right. Okay. And you Steven? can tell, and you can tell before with Brooklyn Nine Nine, sure. you can tell when they they got canceled on Fox, and then they got picked up by NBC. Okay. So you can tell the difference, but it's it's fine. It's one of those things like I, I like like there was still early days of we don't know how to grade some we don't know how to grade uh, the the viewership online the next couple of days now that they're figuring out how to grade those certain things shows like that and like uh, community and all those other shows that weren't doing good on the particular night but the streaming and the on-demand levels are really high. That's how they, like, can tell the show's good kind of thing. And that's how you can tell, like, those shows back in the day weren't getting the credit that they deserved because the streaming levels weren't were high, but the actual viewership, which they cared about more, was pretty low. You know what right. I mean? TV ratings are garbage. Um, they just showed the Omir yes. Santos Hunt Run replay on SNY. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I miss that play so much. And then they show a play David made in the ninth inning, which I, or the eighth inning, that I didn't remember. And then Jonathan Papelbon went absolutely ballistic. Uh, Danny, you'll see. It's the fun. Papelbon going nuts is the funniest thing. I oh, yeah. Also, they just showed the Green Monster, and there's an actual human up there eating right now. I no, I think I feel like I saw that person too. I feel like that might be like the Red Sox reporter person yeah probably right right it could be her it could be just somebody that's working there and they're taking a break so they decided to go eat up in the green monster i mean i would if i was an intern and they're like hey you get one inning to eat i'm going to the green monster in a meeting well yeah like they said earlier that like all these camera angles are the red sock camera angles so it's all they said Um, they said they get every on the road the road team gets one camera 
Yeah, the only camera they have. They have one camera installed. Yeah, they said the only camera they have is pointed at at the manager. And by the way, he is wearing the orange belt. Yep. So who who's next? I the parks are at Steve. What's your number? Steven's up. All right, my next one. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit with the King of Queens, Danny, off air. Right. Um, but everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, that's another one that 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 one that Danny, you kind of remember my grandfather a little bit. Right. His dad reminds me so much of my grandfather. We always talk about it. Like my entire family always says that was grandpa. And like um and like that that story is kind of like similar to ours and it's like crazy to see it and it's just like I always liked Ray Romano. And then um Peter Boyle was always one of my favorite older actors also. Um he was uh Frankenstein. When we were growing up, if nobody remembers. Young Frank, yeah. He yeah, was he was young Frankenstein. Frankenstein young. Um, oh, right. Frankenstein. But yes, yeah, so everybody loves Raymond. Another one that's on TV land. So like they do a lot of blocks on the weekends and and like earlier part of the night before King of Queens and stuff at like, I think like seven or eight they start them and go until about like 10. So I always try and catch all of those. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it was my honorable mention, but for the same reasons. For me, it's the Italian family that's so close to each other and you can't breathe and just you know, your, your grandma literally walked to the house all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> um just just showed up at the house. Is. Yeah. So like just like heavily families in Long Island and him being a sports writer and and his brother being the almost underrated part of that show. It's just, it's just, it's really funny. Right, how can we forget how the, the time they sang Meet the Mets? Meet the Mets, yep. They went to go they, see they, the 69 team. Shamsky yeah. the dog. Yeah. Which is all I knew about that show for the longest time. That's one of those shows that I only really caught in like, um, thanks into, for the heads up, guys. In syndication. Yeah, I didn't uh, want, I want Oh, Bogart's Homer's Denny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. It's one of those iconic and Mitch, that was like, and Mitch Moreland's bunting. Seinfeld where, yeah, why is Mitch Moreland bunting? Because uh, they it had was the shift. Of Seinfeld where it was like, it was on Channel 11 after Met Games. Right. So like right. it would just be on TV and yep. like, oh, let's watch this. Yep, right. yep. All right. So Vin, All right. number three. Number three. Number three. I keep putting my gosh darn list away. Stop doing that. I know. Oh, right. This is one. I don't know if I said this earlier, but this is one. Number three is fairly recently started binging, but I kind of haven't stopped. And it's only recent because it's on Disney Plus now. And that's Boy Meets World. Ever since I got Disney Plus, I cannot stop watching Boy Meets World. I think I'm on probably my third watch through. I did that on Hulu. It's just. Like I was, I was looking at, I was on Twitter the other day, and somebody was talking like, it was one of the like younger Barstool guys, but he said he had never, like he never watched Full House, he never watched Fresh Prince, he never watched Boy Meets World, like he had never watched all these shows, so he went back and watched Fresh Prince and Boy Meets World, and he's like, well, these are actually just good shows. This isn't like a right. a nostalgia thing. These are just good shows, and right. that's kind of like that's how I feel about Boy Meets World again. Half hour, quick, funny, good stories. I almost, I mean. 
the one where the, the Sean's dad dies came on last night, so that wasn't a great to fall asleep to, but <laughs> it happened. Right. Um, but yeah, just overall, great show. Again, TGIF, like, that was prime 90s as a kid. Right. You know, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, my number three is uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I must have watched that show Oof. over, like, some start to finish a hundred times throughout my last 20 years. Um, unfortunately, it's on HBO he, Max. He's going... Oh, it is on HBO Max? Okay, no. cool. Might I haven't have really... Watch it. Um... Just from start to finish, I must have watched the series three or four times through. Uh, it's just great, wholesome family fun. Uh, just Will with the, his cousins and him going through struggles of his mo- real-life family, his real family and everything like that, or a couple episodes. Just them taking him in and him being the lovable guy that's teaching his cousins to be not so stuffy. Stuffy rich people, and it was always a good show to like unwind after a long day, half hour, hour, whatever block it would be on uh, TV Land and whatever channels it would be on TBS. It would just unwind you, about to go to bed. I'm popping it on TBS. Sports are done. Good night. Fresh Prince is on, and I'll see you tomorrow. Type of night. So. I have a slightly different experience with Fresh Prince, and it's kind of it's sort sort of the same, but like, it was a morning thing because okay, on, vice versa, yeah, right. Of. It's like TBS in the summer. I basically just leave it on because Say by the Bell will be on in the morning, and then that will be on, and then Full House will come on. So I basically, just sit there and watch TBS oh. till like one o'clock, and it's just run through these shows. But yeah, it's right, very right, right. similar thing. And then and that was another show, TV uh, Say by the Bell, because of TBS was right. huge growing up. Yeah. Uh, watching it before going to school and just right. sing, it's always syndicated and obviously that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, right same. Now. It's an honorable mention just because I can't. I don't think it's it's bingeable at the moment. I don't know. I don't right. think it's on anywhere. <laughs> well, I think it's on Peacock. It's probably on Peacock. Oh, good point. It's right, and then they have like a remake of the show coming out on Peacock too. Well, no thanks. I'm going to pass on that one. Um. So my number three, another classic that you know we kind of grew up towards the end of it um who which if you watch all the interviews now and they always ask about ask him the question and he goes i went out number one and that's all that matters is seinfeld right i seinfeld? you know what's interesting i would have put curb on here but they just recently right. started having new episodes out but that's seinfeld right. was just like another one of those like the four of them together are, if you actually like watch them like off of there, complete opposites. Right, and, and, and the like, reason why I didn't have that on my list was because of Curb. Like, I think Curb kind of killed it for me a little bit, but I could still watch dozens of Seinfeld episodes, like you're mentioning. Uh, but I think Curb killed it for me for a little bit for it to being on my list, but. But go on. Yeah, no, I just I I'm a huge Jerry Seinfeld fan, um, right. in general. So like everything he does, I try and see his stand ups and everything that involves him. We were talking a little bit offline about um, uh, what is it? What's the what's the shorts on Netflix? Vin? Comedians and cars getting coffee. Right. Like, I don't know how many times I watched the one of him and Matthew Broderick. Like, because right. I love Matthew Broderick too, and it's like right. 
just the two of them, the driving around the city, the bread, going to City Field, and having a catch, like, literally just having fun. The the Keith Hernandez appearances on Seinfeld is all-time classic television. Right. The spit. The, oh, loogie, the, the magic the, the loogie scene where they're yeah where they're explaining the magic loogie like it's the JFK assassination is right. one of the funniest television scenes that's ever been filmed. I mean and then, uh, the soup Nazi them soup yep. Nazi soup Nazi them getting lost at the mall. Right, they couldn't so find parking. So they couldn't find their car. Yeah, literally anything Kramer has ever done ever. Yes. Right. Just, Except for the racist and, stuff. Except for that comedy show thing. Yeah, forget about <laughs> George Costanza and his parents, uh, need I say more. Right. Oh, his, Yankees. Think about it. Our, Him, Jerry Stiller Jerry yelling Stiller. about them treating Gary's... Gay Buhner. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Larry I mean, David show... Larry David being George Steinbrenner. Right. I, I only didn't put it on there because I don't have Hulu, and that, I think that's where the only place it's on at the moment. But that's still uh, and it's not really on. But it was syndicated so much that it's not as much anymore. It's like it's TBS. No, it it actually is still on. Like if you actually like, that's the eleven o'clock channel eleven show now. Right, but it used to be like pretty much every night from like four to seven. It would be on. Like it would, they would just run it. It would be on Fox, and then it would be on channel eleven. It would be on channel nine. And then don't forget the yes, and you know the the shrinkage episode. It was cold. Yeah. It was cold. <laughs> like I mean, it's just that's an old time show, and and you know, one I have that I, one I at number three. That's a good one. I just Curb just ruined it for me a little bit in a good way for it not to be on my list. I get that Curb. Cause I get the because I get the because the, I get the fill. You know what I mean? Right. Curb goes far for me most of the time. Like it's it's over the top. Annoying. But it's HBO. But it's HBO. Yeah, that's the thing. I almost that type of comedy. I almost like it better with the restrictiveness of a cable television show. It's weird. I don't know. Um, number two for me. Uh, another one of my favorite shows. A little, I would say, less um, on the comedy side. I get probably the first like drama that I have on here. But it's Friday Night Lights. I can watch that show. From I probably rewatched it I don't know four or five times already from start to finish. It's just I mean it's it's so good. Coach Taylor is probably a top five just character TV character for me in general. Maybe we'll do that list at some point, but Coach Taylor is definitely on that list, and it's just one that uh, that I I could I could watch it forever and over and over and over. Right. Um. Steven, no Friday Night Lights comments. I'm saving mine. Oh, okay. Great. Awesome. Perfect. Because now that, like, I'm thinking about it, something we already talked about goes moves into my honorable mentions. Because my, my like, top three, like, my two, one, one and two were more difficult than the other, other three. Like, Got I it. could have a 1A, 1B. Got it. And then, a, right. and then a two. Number two, Danny. Uh, number two is The Office. Obviously, if if it wasn't for uh, The Office, Netflix wouldn't be afloat. <laughs> People joke about that. Um, but uh, just just the first couple of seasons of The Office, I could watch it, and Michael Scott or the the certain Dwight isms and just The Office in general of the the different the diversity of that office and what 
each person brings to the show on a given episode, just very dynamite. So I, I'll, Michael Scott will crack me up for his unprofessionalism on a given episode, whether it's uh, Diversity Day and all so on. That's what she said and Creed being funny and just basically just the first until Michael leaves. I could watch those seasons any day of the night, any night, and I'll I'll find a way to laugh like I never watched it before. Like I was saying before, I do like Parks and Rec just a little bit better, but The Office is more compatible for just a random binge watch on a certain binge watch, and I don't need to know the storyline for a given episode. Parks and Rec, you kind of do on a given night. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, for sure. So that's why The Office is number two. Because binge-watching-wise, that's the reason. Steven, number two. Um, number two for me is Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, just, again, one of my all-time favorite just shows in general. Just the whole story. One of those shows that starts off kind of slow. Just have to kind of, it's similar to Breaking Bad, just kind of have to get through that, like, initial 10 episodes or so. And then once it starts getting good with all the drug dealing and the guns and, again, another show that you can't put on now. Because it's about the white guys against the Mexicans not liking the black guys. and I mean, they were going to kill, I, I didn't finish the show, but they were going to kill a guy because his dad was, like, black or something. Right. They wanted to kill the Spanish guy because his dad was black. Did they ever kill Juice? Uh, oh, they did kill Juice in jail when he went to jail. Right. The guy killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he took one for the for the rest of the club. Right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, just one of those shows. Like, I watched it twice during quarantine. Uh, it's, uh, I watched it once. It's, uh, I didn't love it, but it's a solid show. Uh, like the middle of it, where it was at its peak, I enjoyed. The beginning and the end, I didn't love. But. Right. Um, number one for me, Danny mentioned it. It's The Office. I, I, I'll go as far to say I have an unhealthy relationship with this TV show. I, there is never a time where I'm not rewatching it. I think I just finished it yesterday, on this watch through. So I'm just gonna start it again tonight after we're done and that game's over. I just. I'm constantly in the process of watching it. I could, if you did a trivia challenge on it, that'd probably be the category I'd pick outside of the New York Mets. Like, it's just, right. everything about it is funny. Michael's great. Dwight's great. Jim's great. It's just, all the side characters are great. It's, uh, and it's extremely obviously digestible and quick. And like you said, you don't really know what's going on. You just keep watching. It's, it's amazing. Best show ever, in my opinion. Anyway, Danny, number one. Uh, number one for me is King of Queens. Just oh. the amount of, just the amount of times I binge watched it throughout college and and now, uh, just like I've mentioned billions of times, Kevin Heffernan is basically my life story. <laughs> if there was a person to play me, it's definitely Kevin James as Kevin Heffernan. So it, it, it goes hand in hand just on how lovable slash lazy Doug Heffernan, and, uh, Doug Heffernan sorry. How Doug Heffernan is What did he say? Just, 
Kevin. I said Kevin Heffernan. Oh, whatever, Kevin. Up. That's, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why. I, yeah, that's why I did that it. Um, so yeah, and uh, obviously with Arthur Arthur Spooner and then all his friends, um, Patton Oswalt and uh, Greg Valentine and the early episode and Deacon. How can I forget about Deacon? Um, it's just like you had he has those certain group of friends, like I do, and then you have and it's it's just a really funny story. I mentioned before the episode me living in Queens for a couple of years like I know a bunch of spots like oh that's where that p- part happened oh that's that's the the scene that oh right before movies they they show this where it used to be a movie theater now it's a Models on Cross Bay and Rockaway Boulevard like there you go kind of thing so like those things were cool like picking out since I lived in Queens for five years and like like no little things here and there, and obviously, whatever he brought up sports was great. Uh, I'll never forget when he helped uh, Deacon coach coach football. One of the episodes, and Deacon had to like go get that. jerseys for something, <laughs> and he had to wear a football uniform, and he was playing tackle football with TV players and just running kids over and everything like that. And Deacon's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he goes, "What am I not doing, brother?" And he's like, I'm running through. I'm running 100 yards per carry. I'm 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 throwing the ball through the needle. They they got they need help or something along those lines. <laughs> and they had the NFL film music of like everything like that. So that was it was great. That show Ke- just always cracks me up. Kevin James and I was thinking about this the other night is a really good not lead actor, right? In everything he does, like he yeah, needs. To have somebody else with him at all times. They have that that new show on CBS that he's on. Well, unfortunately, it got canceled, but that show didn't take off. Right, it didn't take off, but I don't know if you remember this. So he was married to some lady in that show, and it (laughs) was doing so bad that they brought what's her name on? Killed her and brought her off. And then they killed (laughs) off his wife to bring back Harry. Bring back Leah Remini, yeah. Which to just try to start the show all over again. Right, they right. basically were like, right. "Hey, we're gonna turn this into King of Queens." That, right, King of Queens is a show that I've watched plenty and enjoyed every time, but I never like, I guess, dove into it to where I would say I would like binge watch it. Obviously, I don't think it's on a, a thing like you'd have to get CBS All Access or whatever. No, well, like, it's it's syndicated, and obviously you're working during right? the day. It's on two right. channels. And then, like like Steve said, it's on Nick and Knight. And... I might just have to start recording them so I could watch them when I want. Because like every, right. every episode but I the, watch, I enjoy. The problem is they don't go in order. Right. Yes, they so, do. On TV Land, it actually does TV go in order. They, they do, but yeah. CNTV and Lifetime, they don't. And TV it's like, Land right, goes in order of the of the series. So and then once it gets to the end, you see the last episode, and then it starts the next episode literally right after is the first one. In this well, that's one. good because CMTV and Lifetime don't. And they they all like all right we'll play this episode like thirty times in a, like a two week span. It, like all right well I already saw this last week all right I'll catch you later. Like yeah like I've seen I feel like I've seen the episode where he runs the marathon for the kid like eight thousand times. Yep right. I remember that one and then um yeah because like the other night or like was, the one where the TV gets stolen the, he, he makes her feel guilty about it or whatever the right. series finale yeah. of. Everybody over Raymond, and then right after it was the first ever episode. Which you know, if you ever watch the first ever episode of of shows like that, nothing is the same as it get no, as I, when you normally watch it. Like and, that house is completely different. Everything is all set up differently. 
And the funny you mentioned the King of Queens and Everybody Loves Raymond, the couple episodes that they would get each yeah. crossover was pretty funny as well. Like when Doug gets it's stuck in the funny. ceiling. Right, <laughs> right, right. I was listening to an interview with Patton Oswalt, and like one of the things with those shows, especially like those shows, where the seasons are so long that you're filming as the show's st- like right. is still airing. Right. So they like almost change on the fly sometimes. Like, right. you know, this isn't working. That's not working in the early episodes. Let's change it later. So like you said, once you get to like season five, it's a completely different show with completely different characters and like like everything. I always old. forget the Italian guy's name that he had the first couple of seasons. And he always called them Moose. Um, crap, I'm drawing a, na- a blank on his name right now. But it was funny how he wanted to, they like, met Leah the first couple times and he wanted to be with Leah. Right, after and the club. And then the, the dog. The... He steals the dog from the blind neighbor. Right. right. Alright, so my number one, Vin already mentioned. Um, Friday Night Lights. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose. It's one of my like all-time like. if I were to get a tattoo, I'm getting that tattooed to me. Honestly, yeah. Cause like that's just like one of those life mottos, and it's like that first the it's like fifty minutes of greatness in that first episode, and then it just literally takes your heart out and just puts you all in on the show. That speech is just ugh. And like you said, I can listen to a Coach Taylor speech every morning, and I'm running through yep. the wall. I'm jumping out of the second story of my house and getting in the car, and I'm like, let's go. Let's do this. Like, no matter which speech she gives, and game, like just yep. in general. Remember when when Saracen thought nobody wanted him, and he threw him in the shower, and he oh, starts man, giving him the speech. That was one of the greatest scenes of all time. And then, like, the last two seasons of that show, Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan jumps on. We love Michael B. Jordan. He's like one of the biggest actors in the world now, and we love him because of that show. But he's like, he was in Black Panther, and he's, yeah, I mean, he's awesome. But yeah, those are uh, that that is my top five honorable mentions. Though I got Breaking Bad, um, Office, King of Queens, and Two and a Half Men before Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, no thanks. Which I, in all fairness, some has moments, and because it's always on TV Land, I've I've watched it, and like I said, they go through every episode, right. straight through. So, um. Yeah, I mentioned some of my honorable mentions, like Saved by the Bell and like Full House. I I guess the for me like the the um, animated trio were technically still having new episodes, but like Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers. I like those too. Like I'll right. I'll rotate those in. I mean I'm, they're still having. And I like think, the funniest thing with the Simpsons is I probably haven't really watched, sat down, and watched it every Sunday the newer episodes. So I kind of consider it like it's, it's dead, over. Yeah. Even Let, though it's let's not. face facts but, to us that that show's over. <laughs> yeah, and like that would have been my number one because if I well now that it's on uh, HBO Max, but oh no, Disney Plus. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And if that FXX, that was my favorite marathon when they would play literally every single Simpsons episode, and you didn't have to be there for a given night, and you could just pick up anywhere you left off and you're still going to laugh your ass off especially the older simpsons that would have never made it on tv today but it's it's just one of those shows that would have been 
he's been on all of our lists. Um, my honorable mention, I would have said The Sopranos, but I never really went back to watch it. I maybe I've did always, it one time. I've always gone like, through like I'm, half of it and then just forget about it. Right. Um, that would definitely be on my list of top TV shows that I like. All right, that's just a good show. Well. Yeah. yeah, not something I re re-binge. Right. Um, but if I, I definitely do want to do it at some point again. But I again, it, done it. it's a heavy um, show. So he right, kind of kind of right, right. And I, I think that's going to be the case with um. I also the same goes for Mad Men. So I, I actually like Mad Men a lot. Mad Men a lot. It had you, a, it's a you've, good story. You watched it already? Yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend it. I know. Oh. I told Steve to watch it when it first started. He he didn't I really still get haven't, into it. I never yeah. still never. Is it on anything to watch? I think it's on Netflix. I'm almost positive it's on. Yeah, because a lot of the AMC shows go to Netflix. It, that's, I, the other that's, one that, that is, I keep being told to watch is um, Better Call Saul, but I don't know. I just never. Yeah, yeah. Midman is one that like my parents watch, and they always say they enjoyed the realness that it had to the era that it's in. Right. And, like, I have no connection to that era, so I wouldn't like. What is that? What do I like, know? I, of closer I, action or whatever. But the stories of like it's a good drama and and like the characters in it, like they all like, it's a good like couple characters. It feels good for the couple characters and like it shows the drama and other characters. It's it's a good ten year worth of like a decade worth of like things. So like it it shows the early days and the old like. Like it's a good show. I, I definitely, if you got time and if you want to pop into your show, it's definitely not gonna. I'm not. It's not gonna steer you wrong. You're not gonna like miss out on like, oh crap, I should be watching something else. Okay. Kind of it's definitely worth it. I don't think it's on Netflix. It's not on Netflix anymore. All right. I don't uh, think it's on anything. I, that's how I caught up on it. Yeah, so. I feel like a lot of the AMC like because they don't have a, a thing, so they usually go to Netflix. Maybe they might have taken it off. It's been it's been out for like it's been off the air for a while now. Right, right, right. So, um, but yeah, that those two definitely Entourage would be on my list as well. Um, I I it's funny back then when I was a kid, my mom was obsessed with I Love Lucy, so we would watch it mm. then that Nick at Night back in the day, Nick at Night. So sure. That would be an honorable mention. Steven, did you have any of those, like, when you were a kid, Nick and Knight? Because for me, it was different strokes. Um, what was the one with Travolta? Oh, Welcome Back, Cotter. That Welcome was Back, Cotter. Or or Happy Days, those Happy two. Days Happy Days was one of mine oh, yeah. also. Yeah. Um, and Batman. Oh, right, the old Batmans, yeah. The, 19, the terrible graphic Batman. Like, we talk about how bad the graphic how? 90s Batman movies were. Like, that was bad. Bad. I will never the fake shark. The, the fake shark was so great. There's the shark, one scene throw where down like, the shark pellet while they're falling off a helicopter. Well, he's on the ladder on the helicopter I, because you I know. don't. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing it or the villains doing it like to get away, but they make them dis themselves disappear. It's the worst thing ever. I'll never forget it. It's like the worst disappearing act ever. Right. Anyway, I think. I think that's everything this week, boys. That's it. We we covered a lot of stuff today. Right. We're definitely gonna keep the pop culture aspect to it because I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, okay. Shout out again, of course, to our our, our crew down in Ashburn, Virginia. 
Shout Thank out. You, we, we need like an Ashburn logo or something. We gotta get a like an A with the like. A, you know what we need? We need a, We need a. We need an. Uh, an Ashburn clubhouse. That's what we need. You know, like the Sons of Anarchy had their own clubhouse for each charter. <laughs> we need Ash. We need an Ashburn Virginia charter. We need jackets and everything, <laughs> leather jackets. That's the one thing about Sons of Anarchy. Those jackets are badass. Well, they're biker jackets. What do you expect? I mean, but like that logo and I mean, everything about it is just the Reaper, baby. Um, there was that one episode they they scorched it off one of the guys' backs. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like, Ooh, that, that's not supposed that, to be show, on TV. But that was another. That was another thing. They had like the graphics weren't always great. There was a couple times where they chew people, and it'd be really clearly like Mortal Kombat flake fake blood <laughs> popping out. Yeah, because they went pretty gory sometimes. Well, Kurt Sutter is a gory person, and also, um, also another honorable mention for me: Married with Children. Oh yep, another wake up morning TBS Married show. With children. <laughs> yep, and Out also Monday. um, and another honorable mention now since it ended this season is uh, early day Modern Family. Mm, never got into Modern Family. Never was a big fan. Would watch every so often as background noise more than anything. Right. Al Bundy was it, he, once he wasn't named Al Bundy anymore. It was kind of over. For right, me. right. Um, but the cast, I, I like pretty much all the cast on that show is pretty good. But I just never really got into it. What's the show Woody Harrelson's been doing on ABC recently? The I... remake. Uh, All in the Family. That's another one. Yeah, that's another one I used to watch okay. as well. All right. All right. Everybody, have a good week. We'll talk to you guys next week. This is my